And it is the Discount Dads Podcast, and we are back for round two. I wish I had a really cool sounder for that. <laughs> round two. We're going to cut the sounds. We're going to right, get right back into it. <laughs> that was probably the worst fade out. Uh, we just got to play the sad trombone for that. That was terrible. I just cut the music. Just There was no fade out. Make it sound like, like we're semi-professional. As we're sit, all sitting here drinking, you brought good whiskey. I brought great I don't whiskey. Care what you did, yeah, isn't, <laughs> isn't it five in the morning? Oh no, never mind. It's it's yeah. after seven. We're good. This is our first PM, like like late night <laughs> recording, and this it's is, great. This is how I'm supposed to live. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, it might be a little looser tonight. We have three mics. We do have three mics. Yeah, welcome back, Bill. So welcome back, Bill. What up? And we do have Chad in the studio with us. Hello. And this is uh. uh Episode two. Uh, well, episode two of Chad's of story. Of Chad's story. So this is the sequel. <laughs> Chad Strikes Back. Dua. Oh, Part Dua. <laughs> and yes, we have already cracked into the whiskey. Uh, We're celebrating, also celebrating Billy's graduation. Congratulations, Bill. Thank you. Appreciate it. Got that sweet college degree. I do. With honors. You can oh, now nice. add. Uh, I was like one, point one off of getting honors. Very With nice, honors. Bill. I'm proud. <laughs> You know, strong flex, but <laughs> with honors. For, for some reason, I was point one off of getting my honors and getting to wear a tassel or anything like that. I got to be honest with you; it was probably a communications class, wasn't it? No, you, <laughs> that's ironic. Yeah. Usually, when, so when it when it takes you eighteen years to get an associate's, they just say no. <laughs> you had your chance yes. seventeen years ago. It took me the same amount of time. It did. It took me the same amount of time. They said, "Nah, boss, just just take the diploma and go." <laughs> They gave it to me. They sent me the tassels and everything. Oh, I, did, I didn't do anything. I, I walked the stage, but you didn't, unfortunately. COVID-19. COVID-19. COVID-19 got you this year. Got me. See, that's the that's the bad thing about doing like online school, though, is like, you know, I mean, I think they do. Most schools still allow you to do like a graduation walk or whatnot. You yeah. Know? But it's like, dude, I'm not going to travel to, you know, like Virginia or wherever my school was at. West Virginia, no, and you did yours in West Virginia, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna fly out there to like or drive out there to walk Virginia. across. You know? Mountain Mama. That I, we we did have one of those uncomfortable graduations years ago. A buddy of mine like graduated from the University of New Hampshire or something like that. He yeah. did all his online, <laughs> and his wife threw him a party and graduation at their house where he got to walk and all that stuff. And wow, so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, that's weird. Not doing that. No, I think we. I'm a. I'm gonna pass that note on to Al because she will totally do it. No, she made me do she, the jumping picture. Yeah, did you see? Yes, that? I did. And you, I could. I saw the half sincerity in you because you didn't look at the camera when you did it. It was six thirty in the morning. Oh fuck that! I'm no. out. <laughs> I'm not she, at work and I'm out. If she'd have known, if just get a, few, a little booze in you. Oh, she, yeah. You'd have been all about it too. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, grabbing legs and everything. I didn't hate the Heisman pose midair. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> Uh, she should have got your uh, little pecker peekers. Oh, yeah. Shorts oh, on. Ranger, Ranger panties. panties. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> pecker peekers. <laughs> so, oh, that's great. I'm going to get lit. <laughs> that is good. I have not eaten since like 8 o'clock this morning. Are you still fasting? No, uh, but we were cutting down trees all day. We're still cutting down trees on the property from that big-ass windstorm we the, had. The Dureco. They, they. Man still remembers it. <laughs> Special forces. Special Not forces. Special forces. <laughs> oh, man. If right. that's the best I got, I feel bad for myself. Hey, no, buddy. I'm telling you what. I bragged about you all week. Oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure my wife's ready to leave you for you. Leave me for you. 
because I was like, oh, like, I go, man, you will not believe who I just talked to. I went home and so fanboyed over <laughs> you. <laughs> but now you don't take it. At, you don't. You you understand why I have gushed. Yes. Oh no, I totally understand. I live vicariously through him. Oh, I, I know. really do. I'm begging him to take me with him. <laughs> take me with you. I will go. Let me just watch. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I got skills, man. <laughs> I can do it. But is anything exciting happened this past week? Anything? Well, uh, Chad, anything going on with you? Um, Kids? Friday. Fr- well, actually, Wednesday, Thursday, I was at the shop uh, for Asset um, Company. You know, I do a little bit of. We have not talked about Asset at all. Um, on the podcast. So, um, if you want to, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Um, so assets, local company, um, ran by, uh, Bill Haynes, former, uh, air force guy, law enforcement, like gearhead. The dude is so knowledgeable with like vehicles. And, um, so anyways, I, I've just, I linked up with him a few years back and, uh, started doing some work for him, just like adjunct instructor, teaching courses, whatnot. And, uh, so we've got uh, built a pretty good relationship up with the 5th Special Forces Group up in Fort Campbell. And uh, so we've been doing a lot of training for them, uh, a lot of mobility stuff. You know, everybody wants to do the cool, like, shooting and, you know, tactic stuff, which is great, you know. But um, a lot of people do not realize how important, uh, you know, maneuverability and vehicles, driving, you know, dynamic stuff, off-road mobility, all that, all that stuff. Because I mean, when you're overseas, man, to get to a target, you may not be riding in to heroes. get off the X. Yeah, you may you may be going to the objective on in vehicles. You may be leaving in vehicles. You may be doing low vis stuff, and then you know, in a country, and like somebody's trying to chase you, kidnap you, kill you, whatever. You know, um, so you need to be comfortable and, and know how to drive these vehicles safely but effectively. You know, and uh, so we get to do that, man, for a lot of the uh, fifth uh, fifth group guys and, and some of their support elements. Um, so it's been really fun. So Wednesday and Thursday I was at the shop and, uh, we were doing, uh, the cool thing is like everything's done in house. Um, you know, like suspension work, all that, you know, fixing vehicles. We do all the breakdown, everything, all the bumper. I mean, it's really cool because I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff, you know, working, uh, you know, just under vehicles and around vehicles, you know, put my own suspension lifts on or whatever, you know, nothing too crazy. Like I'm definitely not mechanically like inclined, you know, by any means, but like, I have some sort of a concept of it all, you know? And so, and I, I'm just like, I'm going to trial bear, you know what I mean? I'll yeah. watch this YouTube video. Yes, yeah. I, I think I can figure it out. God, I can just off subject real quick. Thank God for YouTube on anything. Oh, it's taught me no, a no. lot of things in life. If, if you're <laughs> a dude, you yeah. and this is a blanket statement. If you're a dude and you need something done in the house and you can't YouTube it. Yeah. Turn in your card. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. There's, Buddy, no, there's no shame. Dude. My, my dad was one of those people who's like, my time is worth more. He would pay anybody to do anything. So yeah. I didn't grow up learning to do anything. Yeah. So it was just always someone at our house fixing something. So we'll see. I don't have that excuse because <laughs> with my current job, when I'm home, I'm, I'm stay at home dad. So okay. it's like, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. all the time in the world. So I can't really like, Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I could, but you know, it's, it, it is, man. There's something, you know, kind of prideful about like, so, you know, Hey man, oh, I just fixed that. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Like it may suck, but I fixed it at least temporarily. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then I'll fix it again later, but for right now it works. You know, like, I tell you this past week we stained our deck. Oh yeah. Cause we, you know, we built the new deck on, had to let it dry out. So all this stuff like that. And usually I'm like you, when I get done with any project, I like to step back yeah. Yeah. You know, grab my drink, take a right. sip, and then roll up on my foot, my toes. Like, yep, yep. I did that. Yep. I'm a man. I got done doing that stupid deck after it took me <laughs> literally 32 hours. 
with a hand brush <laughs> in between all because I had to tape everything because it's metal pipes. Oh, yeah. I had to have the, the hipster pipes on it and blah, blah, blah. But after I was done, there was no pride. Mm-hmm. It was literally, fuck that deck. Yeah. And I don't even want to sit on it anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm so done with I it. I will say this, though, Chad. You did get to go help uh, chainsaw some dogs oh. and stuff at the at the in-law's house, and nobody knew I was off work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. You did is, that to me, huh? I did. Is there anything more manlier than chainsaw? Oh, dude, it's a blast. <laughs> you know, and I, obviously, man, going back to, like, all the tornado damage and the wind damage, the, you know, crazy storms and stuff, like, that sucks, you know, when, when it... Uh, Messes up people's property and whatnot, but I had a blast, like just ripping that chainsaw and just cutting down as many trees yes. as possible, man. I mean, I really did. I was like, "This is this is what it's about, dude." Yeah. You know? So this is how I hear about it, though. Allison's like, "Hey, Dad, what's going on?" Blah blah. I don't even remember what they were talking about. Oh, well, Chad's over here helping me, you know, clear the property. <laughs> and uh, Allison's like, "Well, yeah, me and Bill just left breakfast. Blah, yeah, blah, we, blah. Just, we just left first watch, and, and then uh, uh, we're heading home." Wait goods. a second. Wait a second. Bill's off work. Oh yeah, he's off work. <laughs> And I was like, sorry, Chad, I'm out. <laughs> I did those shelves too, not too long ago in the garage, man. You know, so. Oh, you did the shelves too? Yeah, I did those they shelves. They look great, man. by Thank the way. You, you, were, you were losing son in law number one title real <laughs> quick. Son in law number one. I can promise you that. I don't. I'm okay. I'm good. Like, I'm the only son in law. We just talked about that. I'm the only son in law, and I still don't have number one title. Mm. <laughs> well, here's the deal we don't compete. No, okay? absolutely not. No. You say that. <laughs> when I pulled up earlier, he was wearing a He's number one a son-in-law belt. He's driving a wedge right now. I mean, we're talking like big WWE belt. It said number one son-in-law. <laughs> oh, he said, oh, Bill's about to hear. Yeah, it's up. in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> put that up. That's fine. Had it on his shoulder, you know. Uh, yeah. Shooting basketball with your son. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, going back to, let's go back to. Asset. The, you know, so, so I will say this, because <laughs> as you're laughing hysterically. So Chad won't say this. So Asset does a bunch of, obviously, the mobility train, the uh, the overland, yep. the road courses and stuff like that. But in, he's not going to hit on the actual shooting portion of yeah, it, because yeah, they yeah, will do, do they will shooting, do shooting practice stuff, yeah. and and. Yeah. and, and, and I call it shooting practice because I'm not part of that. I'm part yeah, of the no, I'm part no, of the mobility that, training. Yeah, we've got some great you know instructors. Uh, Z, thank you, you. Know, Z. Yeah, oh, Billy, Billy. yeah Billy. Z's good. Uh, no, Z's a really good guy. You know, former uh, SF guy as well. Um, really experienced dude. Just an awesome teacher. MMA fighter. Uh, you know, actually, we we will. All, I will set something up where we can all go and and shoot at some you know, way sometime. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So this this weekend's been kind of busy. We've been prepping for this course. Uh, I was out at Fort Campbell today. Just got back a couple hours ago. Uh, it's fun, man. Just you know, like I said, out on the track, man, teaching people how to like you know be confident, capable in vehicles, uh, doing a lot of fun stuff, trying not to flip them. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what type of vehicles are we talking? So, so we cars, t- yeah, SUVs, well, it, literally everything. We typically we that's the thing that separates asset from, from all these other companies out there. There are a lot of great companies, but asset has really done a, a fantastic job at tailoring the training specific to what that unit wants, not this blanket, like, well, we're making all this money and it's cheaper to just do it this way. So we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, no. You tell us what you want to do and we're going to do it for you. Yeah. You know, yeah, to yeah. our best capability. You know, so we, we replicate, uh, cause a lot of this stuff is, is uh, pre-deployment training yeah. uh, for guys going overseas. So we try to replicate a lot of the vehicles that they're going to be in, uh, especially like soft units, special operations units, uh, driving in like non-standard tactical, tactical vehicles, Toyota Hiluxes, Toyota Land Cruisers, all which that is stuff. my so, favorite one that we oh, have. Dude, Holy actually, crap. Hey, I got to take, I'll send you guys a picture tomorrow of this, of this LC 77 that we have. Oh, it's, oh dude, it's fantastic. But, I, uh, it's a right hand drive manual. 
Yeah, so right hand drive, left side shift. Like, dude, it's, it's great, man. You're just that like, feels you're like, like it would oh, throw me is, off. This yeah. is quite a bit different, but it's actually one of the, I, I love it, man. So I was, I was driving that around uh, mostly today, uh, just kind of teaching uh, some of the young, young guys on that. And uh, so anyways, yeah, so we just do various types of courses. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just fun, man. It's good because it's a perishable skill. Driving is, you know, it's easy for most people. Like obviously we all, we've been driving for a long time, but when you're in, dynamic situations and 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 stressed out and stuff like that like things can change rapidly so being confident and capable and all that is uh definitely a big part that gets overlooked a lot of times so you know. i'm gonna plug asset it's assetsecurityservices.com okay so you can go there and kind of look at, at everything um that they do uh, as far as training and, and whatnot but um when you go down to staff just stop before you get to me because everybody else is awesome <laughs> and then there's me okay but uh um, mine's so outdated man i, I gotta update mine stop it oh, God. I gotta update my, uh, mine's outdated too but hey, hey, nowhere hey. near what oh, yours is buddy you gotta put that as a fire science degree on there oh i do yes you do i forgot i get hey, to man, update it and literally that's the beauty of it too and and i will say okay and the last thing on this um, we could talk about it all. and you know what, it, you know, what may be a cool idea is to bring like Bill Haynes or like Z, you know, to do oh, a that would be, that would be excellent. Cause that, one, they're both dads, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. so that's the first yeah, yeah, yeah. prerequisite, right? Uh, <laughs> mom, dad, <laughs> uncle, I don't but no, care. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just absolutely phenomenal guys. Um, they, I would, they I would deserve, love to give. they deserve Bill's the president and, uh, Z's the vice president of the BP company now. and stuff. Yep. And, and like they deserve, recognition for what they do it's top notch you know i've been to a ton of schools i've been all over the place like seeing you know instruction and all that stuff and these guys do it phenomenal you know and i'm just a small part of it i'm a you know just instruct every now and then and stuff like but these guys they i mean that's this is what they live and breathe and it's really fantastic so um that'd be cool uh, maybe sometime to get them on that let would them be awesome kind of go into more detail about we, that and, and we can facilitate that with yeah, both of them. yeah um because they're they're awesome guys yeah yeah so yeah so that that Pretty much, uh, you know, that's been my weekend is just prepping for the class and uh, it goes until Thursday and, um, you know, hanging out with the kids the weekend, uh, you know, bike rides, all the all the usual stuff, the yeah, usual yeah. quarantine <laughs> you know, still kind of stuff, you know. Stupid oh, we did go out to eat. Uh, no, actually, yeah, you, yeah, we did. You and Chris went out there the night. Are you awesome insist? was that? Chris, well, yeah. So Chris and I went to uh, Town Social Square, Social something. It's in Lebanon. Uh, okay. And I'm sorry yep. if I messed that name up. But uh, it's phenomenal, man. It's just great. It's right on the square there. Um, did you go to the Greek place? No. Uh, this is like a... Uh, that got a little like barbecue and oh, okay. burgers and I mean it's great though. Um, so we had a little date night that was great. It's been the first since I got back back in March first. You know, it's the first time yeah. we've been like had our own time to go out. Um, so we did that and then we actually did take the kids to the goat. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's right by us and we did our you know rode our bikes up there and stuff like that. So. Uh, that, that's just fun, man. Just getting out and like, you know, hanging out with the family and, and being able to go back. Cause that was the first time the kids have been out since all this stuff's happened, like out to like a restaurant. Yeah. We don't keep our kids locked inside. You know, but, <laughs> we do. No, no, but, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> they voluntarily yeah, right. quarantine just but, like mom, because we told y'all that last well, she's episode. She's been training for this for yes, years. We yeah, talked right. about that. How like <laughs> yeah. she knows well, life hasn't changed for yeah. me. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. kids are the same way. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that, that's been great, man. Just be able to kind of slowly get back into that normal lifestyle. Um, you know, and especially like kind of most likely I'll be, going back to work here shortly. So like, it's, it's really important to get that quality time in, you know, yes. with the kids and oh, stuff yeah. and, the, and the wife. And, uh, 
so yeah, but, but you know, it's hard to balance everything out. You know, yep. you guys know the way y'all shifts works and stuff. It's like, that's, that's tough. You yeah. Know what oh, I mean? yeah. To try yeah, to yeah. do it all. And you know, so, um, yeah, it's just trying to be, trying to be a good dad and doing all this stuff. And oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's what's tough. Like I offered the kids to come with me tonight. That's why I texted you and said, Hey, are you the kids at the house? I said, yeah. I said, boys, y'all want to come? No, I'm good. <laughs> The middle one, the middle one was just starting to get on online to play Warzone with his buddies. Yeah, Cooper's on now. Yeah, the kids, the the, the middle child is addicted to freaking Call of Duty Warzone now. Yeah, and Damn, the youngest one addicted to Fortnite. Oh man, I could, <laughs> I, like, the reason why I was up all day today cutting was because I spent all day yesterday playing freaking Call of Duty Warzone, and just with guys guys that I work with. You know, on yeah. their days off, so it's like, hey, I'll be back. You know, let's okay, you know, Bill. let's you know, escape from actual yeah. dad duties and parent duties. Yeah, yeah, I know, absolutely. So, so let's get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, man. And yeah. why we were doing a part two because last last episode, all we talked about was just all of your, uh, just your training. Yeah, yeah, which was unbelievable and blew my mind. Just your training alone, and you know, then we were like, hey, let's take a bathroom break, and I was like, no. Let's yeah. stop here. <laughs> yeah, I got a small bladder, man. And it's okay. <laughs> Let I was like, because like, this deserves a part two. Yeah. Because, you know, my attention span, when I look and see that a Joe Rogan's episode's three hours. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely I, hard. Yeah. It's like, it's like, can I listen to this person for three hours? Right. And, but if it's like, you know, I don't know if you listen to the ones where they have Burt Kreischer on there. I can listen to that yeah. for 10 hours. But, yeah. you know, some it's hard to get through that whole yeah, three hours sure, of stuff. So I was like, it's like, let's break it down. So we got through all your training. You talked on some spots during your training about how, you know, you were you were supposed to go to Benghazi when all mm-hmm. that stuff was going down. You were on call for that. Yeah. And they told you all to stand down, and you never went to that. I want to touch on stuff like that because that's – Benghazi is like one of those things that people constantly talk yeah. about. Like, you know, I've seen 13 hours with Jim from the office, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know Dunder Mifflin closes, and he gets into special forces. So good for him, you know. Um, and I wish it was that easy. And know? now he's Jack Ryan. You yeah, know, right. So whatever. Hey, great show, by the way. Great I, I freaking show. I love Jack Ryan. I love Krasinski. Yeah. Oh, I'm love back. some good news. And but and I love the fact that my youngest now has already finished The Office twice now. Good. So I told him to stop watching after Michael Lee's, but you know he toughed through it. You know he even toughed through through Scott's Tots, which if if you're an Office fan, that's the worst episode <laughs> ever made. Most uncomfortable. Episode ever. He toughed through it one time. I want to parkour so bad right now. <laughs> parkour. Parkour. But uh, I wanted to parkour when we were talking about the cars because y'all talked those Land Cruisers, the 70 series. Oh, that is my dream truck. That, that's what we were. I was driving those over in Africa. We'll talk about that on a deployment. And it, they're tanks, man. Like literally. Absolutely love them. Yeah. I, I'm kind of kind of mad at myself that i i mean i love my tongue i got a tundra you know and it's i mean it's great but i'm like dude i i really wish i would have like just waited and found like you know an an older 70 series that i could kind of rebuild you know and just make it just kind of that perfect vehicle that you can still drive around like daily you know what i mean but also when we buy our land well that's true there it is yeah we'll have one because that's it's coming i'm so jealous Because I heard they were talking about it outside before we yeah. came upstairs. Oh, I can't oh, wait. I can't uh, wait. Hey, man, the mother-in-law is like She's in. She's in. 100%. Chris about getting it done. Yeah. She's like, did you go check out that land? No, not yet. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What lake is like, it on? Uh, Del Hollow? Uh, Center Hill. Center, Center Hill, Hill yeah. is a Center beautiful Hill. lake. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here. 
I don't know if either of y'all have a boat. I have a boat. Welcome. <laughs> I'm welcome. Come on there in. It is. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Can you imagine the Discount Dad podcast from there? Oh. From the compound? No. On the boat. That would be great. <laughs> I'm on a boat doing flips and shit. <laughs> In my flippy floppies. <laughs> I do have some on right now. Oh my God. We can't sing anymore because then we'll have to pay royalties. Oh, copyright. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Freaking YouTube will take all this stuff down. So anyways, oh yeah, we just started talking about Benghazi and we started talking about Jim Halpert and we got off subject yeah. again. Okay, so, sorry. So I'm but back. So let's... Uh, we, we talked about last week, we talked about uh, just training and I got a chub just on that. So now I'm ready to hear. Flood my basement, Chad. Come on. I, yeah. I, I said that to mama the other day. She said, one, don't call it a basement. Because <laughs> I started showing her old band photos and everything like that. And she's like, how did I not know y'all had a Facebook? I said, I don't tell anybody the band had a Facebook. <laughs> oh, which which well, another day we'll have to talk about the band and how. We went out of our way to make sure that we were the most awkward band because we played Bristol one year for yeah. the big race, wow. the big day race That's one day. That's impressive, man. And and they <laughs> called us, you know, our our, our manager and all this. I was like, hey, they need a they do, they want a band photo. And at this point, we didn't have band photos, right? I mean, I don't know how we had got to that level without having stuff like that. And we went out of our way. I can actually show you because I have it. Uh, we went, <laughs> we went out of our way to make it the most awkward photo that was going to be hanging around uh, Bristol. There you go. Yeah, we're going to post this on our <laughs> on our is, social media. Oh, it's great. We yeah. we said we wanted the Olin Mills photo. So these yeah. posters, we got there, and I'm walking around in a race t shirt, yeah. looking as redneck as oh, possible, yeah. and. I'll be damned if there's not a band poster with us, that photo on it. Hey, playing before the show, before the big race, blah, 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 blah. It's like a mix of Weezer and Step Brothers. Yes, oh, it was terrible. terrible. That's actually the best. It was, now I think people can get that visual yes, in their head now. Yes, slick back, long hair. <laughs> just think, just it, we were an alternative. Was that Argyle? Alternative. Argyle. Yes, Argyle. yes. <laughs> we were an alternative rock grunge band oh, and man. just loud. And yeah. just, it was, for some reason, we were sponsored by Crown Royal, which was great because wow, they gave us a tour bus. With our own bartender. I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm telling you. We I'm actually, no, I'm the one getting the chub. So fucking I'm off surrounded topic. by greatness. <laughs> we are so fucking off topic. Don't think that we were anything legendary because we played Bristol. Hey, that man. was the peak that's, of our that's fame. That's impressive, dude. That was the peak. That's impressive, man. All right, Jeremy. Okay, so let's get into it. Get us into yeah, Chad. Yeah, yeah. Chad, yeah. we talked about your training. Yeah. All around American Badass, Purple Heart. Got it on his yeah. license plate before. Yeah, I didn't just, got just license plate. Was that recorded when I talked about that? Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did talk tell about, about that. that. No, taking away from anybody, it's it's a great thing. You know, if you if you have one and you want to rock license plates, I'm not knocking him. I've got no, them, so I can't. Speak. I have fire tags. But again, Same. you know, just to reiterate, it definitely makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, but you know, every time again, I hit that, you laugh. I, but again, it's it's you know, it, it's one of those things. It's just like why not? So, anyways. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So where were we at? So I, I do, I think if I remember, I think we touched on uh, you know, my first trip where we were kind of, we were waiting around when the yes. whole Benghazi. Yeah, yeah. Because right? yeah. that, that's that, that's something I wanted to go back and talk on. Yeah, yeah. Because like we were just talking about, that's people, that's stuff what people want to hear. Yeah, man. A lot of people have seen 13 Hours. Right. And they've heard all, you know, the freaking, what was it, 2016, where, you know, the whole, all that shit with Hillary came oh, up. Oh, yeah. Where... Where I don't know what the truth is because right. you know the media does not report, yeah, on the news anymore. It does. They don't report the news and let us decide what we think. Make it's, the news. They try to 
tell us what the news is. Right. So you were all a part of this. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, and we, we've talked about it off. There's some things you can talk about. There's some things you can't. Right. So we're going to go down a road that you can talk about yeah. on several stuff. So, yeah. well, I'd say the biggest thing, man, uh, with, with that is, you know, the, the frustrating part was when you, you hear, you know, or heard, uh, you know, Hillary and, you know, any other politician who was kind of, uh, backing her up about the whole situation of, um, you know, like when it was going down, man, there, there were so many, um, special operations units, uh, you know, uh, aviation units to, to, you know, be able to fly in and, and do close air support and stuff like that, or even ISR, you know, capabilities to do uh, reconnaissance and stuff and, and really get a better picture of what was going on on the ground. Like there were so many assets literally within the region, you know, within a couple hours, if even less to be able to respond to the situation that was unfolding for a significant amount of time. Yeah, you so, know what I'm saying? So where you were, yes. how long would it have taken y'all to get there? Not long. Cause y'all, were, y'all were prepped and ready, right? Yes. So like during, during that deployment, um, again, my team was augmented with another, uh, unit. I'll yeah. say that. And, uh, very specialized unit and all this stuff. And, uh, so we were, we were with them. Yeah. Uh, and, it was like, Hey man, like get ready. Like this is unfolding. Hey, we're going to, we may respond, you know, at a moment's notice to this. Uh, if this, if we don't go there, we may go here, 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 because it was, it was this complex situation that was unfolding. Right. So we didn't know at the time, like what the scale of this was, was it a coordinated thing for, to hit other, you know, embassies or state department compounds and other areas, you know, so, so that the plans early on were like starting to you know, be put in place of like, Hey, we've got assets available to execute whatever needs to happen. Like now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. within, within the hour, you know what I mean? Or as oh, fast yeah, as you yeah, can yeah. spin up these aircraft, like we can, we can get to where we need to go, you know, in a short amount of time. And, and so it's very frustrating because we're all just like, dude, let's go. Like, let's do this. This is what, you know, people are dying. You know, Americans are, are literally, you know, just, fighting for their lives and nobody's doing anything. And you've we're, said we're this really before. You've said you know? this, you've said this before to me in the fact that it's a hurry up and wait, hurry oh, up and wait, oh, yeah. train, train, and train, that's the thing, man. hurry up and wait, hurry yeah. up and wait. And, and that's it, like the fire service too. Yeah. So, but and that's the frustrating like part about the military is, you know, cause again, it was, Hey man, all right, stop. We stopped everything we were doing. And it was like, Hey, get ready. Like we're going to be rolling out, you know? And it's like, okay, let's go. You know? And it was like, okay, get to the airfield. Like, well, let's wait. We're going to see how this unfolds, blah, blah. And, you know, and you're just like, Okay, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. You know, you got a bunch of, you know, hungry pipe hitter dudes who are like, let's get after it. Let's save as many dudes as we can because this could get, you know, we don't know how bad this can get, right? Um, and it, even one loss of life is is bad, you know. But Agreed. when it could be, you know, tens or you know, twenty plus people or everybody there, you know, you're like, dude, we have the ability to get there. Let's go, you know. And you know, I'm not, I'm not this. Like, there's so much you know, uh, involved with, you know, geopolitical things and stuff like that. So I, I know there's a big picture. Um, and it's frustrating for, you know, the, an NCO like me to be like, Hey man, I just want to go like help somebody or do something, you know, and I, I know there's second and third order effects for everything we do, but sometimes it's like, man, you can't think about that right now. You know what I mean? What we got to think about is getting our, you know, people out, you know, as quick as we can saving as many lives as we can. So so that was very frustrating, man. And that, that was like one of my first experiences of like, you know, just seeing all that, you know, how that all works of like, I feel like I know the right answer. You know what I mean? Like the oh, right answer yeah, is to, yeah, yes, to yeah, get yeah, on yeah, this, yeah, but, yeah. but it's not happening, you know, you know what I mean? And, and for 
most guys, that's very frustrating, you know, because you're, you literally feel helpless, you know, and you know they do, the people there, you know, that are fighting for their lives are kind of like, well, shoot, is anybody going to come help us? You know what I mean? Because they had called for help. Oh, yeah. That, oh, was, yeah. My, that was my next question. Did you – you heard those and, transmissions. And that, it goes – well, not – not no, not like on the ground, like hearing okay. it and okay. stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we were obviously knew exactly, hey, what was unfolding, what was going on, and um, – it, like I said, it was just, it was very frustrating, you know, just to know. And, and the fact too, is that they, those dudes, um, at, at the, you know, with the state department and with, uh, you know, the other agency there, uh, obviously if you've seen the movie, you know what agency that is, but they, uh, very good at what they do, you know, um, especially the guys who are protecting those facilities and whatnot, like it is very meticulous and they look for things and, and, you know, um, even the ambassador was, was putting it out there. Hey, things are, things are getting kind of kind of crazy over here. Like we may need to, you know, plus up on, on some support, you know, and all kinds of stuff. So that request was made several times, you know, and it was almost like that. It just kind of got pushed to the back burner. Like, eh, you know, it's not really a priority, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it, you know, flip a switch. It's like, that's our number one priority. But now we, we, we messed up because we're behind, now we're behind yeah, the power yeah. curve, you know? Yeah. So and do you think at that point, at, at that point, <clears throat> whoever's making those decisions, they realize they fucked up. And instead of trying to correct them real quick, they go into like cleanup mode. Or- oh, okay. You know, and this is the thing, man, a hundred percent. Yes. Because, and, and this was, and we can get into this, like, um, as, as we go, as far as like why I kind of left active duty and switch over to the, the guard side of the house. Um, it's just seeing a lot of that, man. There's so much, uh, careerism involved, you know, with, with all that stuff. And it's so frustrating when just time after time, after time, you know, you got the dudes on the ground who are willing to risk everything and, and given everything they got to get to that point and like just doing what they can to like help other people and, and like take out the bad, bad people in the world, the evil people, you know, and you got these career, you know, I'm an NCO man. So like officers, dude, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had, uh, I know, I know some really good officers, man, in, you know, in SF and some great team leaders and that went on to be, you know, company commanders, battalion commanders, all that stuff. But a lot, there's such a difference between a non-commissioned officer, you know, like a sergeant's mindset and an officer, you know what I mean? And rightfully so. I mean, there's, they're two totally kind of different jobs and stuff, but seeing all that, all that, you know, political, you know, bullshit and like the careerism of like, this guy's making this, a decision that's going to get him promoted. And you know what I mean? Like that, that's infuriating. Like oh, I yeah. honestly, like I, there were times where I was almost in like a rage of like, you know, just different circumstances that, you know, I experienced throughout, you know, my time, um, you know, dealing with some of these officers and stuff. And, you know, you're just like, how in the world did you make it to this, you know, this far, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And they're going to promote you. Like you're going to get promoted and then be in charge even more and start commanding all this other stuff and make all these piss poor decisions. And that was the frustrating part. You know what I mean? Um, but, but again, we get in that later, but um, yeah. So a lot of those decisions, man, I think with that time frame, uh, you know, it definitely, um, you got to be leery obviously of what happens, you know, again, second, third order effects of like, Oh, well, if we just go and start, you know, doing gun runs and bomb, you know, dropping JDAMs and stuff, you know, in Libya, which were, it's not a war, you know, it wasn't a, uh, you know, a war zone per se. I mean, it is internally like civilly and stuff, but as far as us presence there and stuff, like it's not a combat zone that we're, you know, an active theater of war that we're, you know, really, 
uh, like open about and stuff. I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that happen under the radar that, you know, people aren't going to know about in all these countries, you know, rightfully so, because if people knew about them, then it wouldn't be, you know, as effective. So, um, but yeah, so it was just just super frustrating to see, you know, how that all played out, you know, and just the fact that when you hear, you know, politicians and and people at such a high level, like lying, being like, well, we didn't really have anybody to respond. We had to wait and get somebody spin up. And you're like, dude, that's, that's not true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I literally was able, like we were ready to go, you know, oh, at the yeah. drop of di- uh, yeah, at yeah. the drop of a dime. And you know what I mean? And so that was very frustrating, you know? So, um, but again, you know what I mean? Like, you know, bigger picture stuff. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is at this point, you know, unfortunately it, it, what happened happened and, uh, you know, I absolutely hate it. And, you know, on, I didn't have any control over it, you know, yeah. and, and, that, and that's frustrating. You know, uh, if I did, obviously probably things would have been different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean? um, but yeah, so, you know, that was an interesting time. Um, yeah. So that was all during kind of like my first deployment, you know, with, uh, with SF special forces and stuff. So it was kind of a, a unique experience to kind of, you know, see all that unfold. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So Chad, what I want to talk about yeah. is I think it was around that time, um, I think you and I had a conversation. We had a bot. We had a bottle of whiskey waiting for you to come back. I think that bottle of whiskey got gone <laughs> when you came back. Surprise, surprise! But let's um, because that that's going into that time. Yeah, correct. Okay, so you got moved to a your team. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, all you guys, if I'm if I'm representing this the wrong way, no. uh, Chad. You can correct me whenever yeah. i'm wrong but you, y'all got moved to a different area mm-hmm. your guys got moved to different. you got you got um integrated with another group and you were doing something totally different after this benghazi thing yeah yeah okay yeah. so <clears throat> what i i want to talk about because i don't think we hit on it is i i've had so many conversations with you uh, talking about your your um udt about mm-hmm. you doing your school about your your dive school yeah. down in the keys and doing all that stuff but right and, and all that's cool but your your service time your it's all your service time but your your time out of country right okay um man you've you've brought me and i don't know what you can share you share what you can share but the stories that you've that we, you and i have been able to talk to over a glass of a bottle, yeah, a bottle of whiskey and a fireplace or a fire pit, <laughs> um, to go hand in hand, man. Yeah, um, but I mean, there's just there's a lot there's a lot of layers to this onion, yeah, that yeah. we're getting into, uh-huh. and and I I don't want to get stuck on one thing. I want I want people to know your progression, right. your your move, yeah. Um, so let's okay. So Benghazi, obviously, right. we've touched on that, and we know that you for lack of a better term, you kind of got, you kind of got shut down. Right. Um, obviously you're a hammer and you <laughs> want to hit the nail. I'm looking for the nails. Yeah. No doubt. So, um, but, but after that deployment, after, after that situation, where did, where did you, where did you go from there? Yeah. So actually after that deployment, that, that was, uh, I, I had, uh, hadn't been to dive school yet. So that was, that was the first thing. And then, uh, you know, I was supposed to go before that. And then this, it kind of came up pretty quick, that deployment. So, uh, ended up training up going to dive school, uh, which I think we hit on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal experience, but obviously also the worst experience too, <laughs> you know, is, I mean, it was terrible, but, uh, but it's, it was very fulfilling once it was all done. 
Uh, so anyways, once, once I did that, um, you know, started just continually, like basically when we're back, uh, you know, uh, on our, you know, back home, not on a deployment, we're a good team, a good team. Um, and I honestly, I was on one of the best teams by far. Um, and I'll say that. And, um, and it was due to, you know, very skilled, uh, leadership of my team, uh, team Sergeant and stuff. who was just very, uh, such a go-getter and just always wanted to like get after it every, every time, you know? And so we were always the first team to show up, you know, at the compound, like in our, where we've got a hallway with team, you know, six different teams, first ones to be there, last ones to leave every day, you know? our job is actually pretty easy. Uh, you know, you show up, you know, maybe work out as a team together, uh, should be doing some training, but a lot of guys, man, just kind of getting that, that like, Oh, you know, I'm kind of good. Like I'm, I'm an SF guy now. I don't have to do a lot of stuff, you know, like, eh, you know, I got mine, you know, I'm good. And, uh, you know, it's easy day, man. You go into the office for a little bit and then, then you head home, you know what I mean? Head home early and stuff, but we were always there training. Um, and, uh, I'm so grateful for that because it really set me up for success, I think. But uh, so anyways, back, you know, just always training, always training, doing different things. Um, uh, and then I, we ended up getting a, a deployment to Afghanistan. And uh, that was probably obviously the most pivotal point in my life so far. Um, well, obviously besides, you know, having kids and being married, you know, I got to throw that <laughs> yeah, out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, those are fantastic moments. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, so... Yeah, just in between that time, just constant training, trying to better yourself, going to different schools, um, just really, you know, doing what you could to be uh, the best, you know, special forces um, soldier you could. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. everybody, and it's yeah, different, yeah, man. Yeah. It's it all depends on you. Um, but anyways, blessed to have uh, just an amazing team, amazing teammates, um, and stuff. It really meshed, and it was it was just phenomenal experience. But uh, uh, ended up having a trip to Afghanistan. Um, and, uh, that's when the whole purple heart situation happened. Um, and how much about that can you talk about? Yeah, man, uh, that, that was pretty straightforward. You know, Afghanistan at that point, that was, uh, 2013. Um, and it was kind of interesting because, uh, when we were going in, we got tasked to go into Kunar province, which is out in the East. And it was notoriously one of the, the worst, you know, places out there besides like Kandahar and stuff. Uh, but it's on the border of Pakistan. So you're getting an influx of foreign fighters, you know, Chechnyans and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of the wild, wild East is what we called it, you know, cause it was, I mean, it was just nuts over there, you know? So, uh, we ended up getting a deployment over there, uh, getting tasked to that certain area. And, uh, it was pretty straightforward, man. Uh, at that point in 2013, you know, we had obviously been in Afghanistan for quite a while. Uh, things were still happening, but it was kind of, uh, kind of slowing down a little bit before then. And, uh, so we honestly got in kind of expecting, uh, to, to really not be that busy. Um, the, the team that we were taking over, um, which I'm not going to get into that too much, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Whew, That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> there was some animosity between that, you know, because again, it goes back even to the training concept when you're back home, uh, you can do as little as you want, or you can do as much as you want. It's up to you. Yeah. You, and, you know, and that carries, yeah, yeah, yeah. that carries yeah, yeah. over. Yeah. Um, yep. So we'll just, I'll just leave it at that is, is we got kind of a perception of the environment based off of what they were putting out. So beforehand, you know, before I'm going to go on deployments and stuff, we, we do our best to, uh, you know, read through all the intelligence reports, all the, uh, SIG acts, like sig significant activity in the area, you know, all that stuff and try to get a, a good concept of like, Hey, what, what are we going into? Right. 
Um, and uh, so anyways, standard, standard uh, pretty much mission for us as far as uh, what we call like village stability operations, just being in an area and uh, working with local forces like Afghans, you know, Afghan, uh, the Afghan army, Afghan local police, um, which are pretty much like uh, militia groups, you know, that got turned into <laughs> to, to like got given uniforms, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, like we, you know, standard, standard mission for the time, man, uh, you know, and, and the beauty of our organization is that it's, it's really up to us. Uh, it's intelligence driven operations from the bottom up. So basically for us, we create our own missions based off of the work we put in. So the uh, intel you gather yeah. is what so, so like if perpetuates. We, if we go out, like we've got freedom to, you know, it's like, Hey man, we don't want to go out. You know, my team, you know, Hey, we're going to go out to this area and check it out and see what's going on. we got maybe, you know, reports of like a certain high value target or whoever, you know, that works for the Taliban. Okay. You know, they're in this area. We're going to go check it out and see what happens. And if we are, are out there and start gathering certain intelligence on the ground, um, then we can start developing our own targeting packages. Of yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hey, we found out this dude's in the area. He's pretty, you know, he's the new commander for, you know, this area. Like, we're going to, we're going to try to do an operation to take this guy out now, you know, um, just bring it, but also just bringing general local security to the area um, and, and allowing the Afghan army uh, and the Afghan uh, local police to basically establish uh, a, a much broader uh, security perimeter, you know what I mean? Because over time, the, the you know, the Taliban and whatnot have, uh, you know, occupied, uh, you know, certain parts of, of the country and, you know, they just haven't been able to be uprooted at that time. So, uh, so again, going in, man, it's like, okay, cool, man. Pretty much standard. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, uh, you're probably going to get in some gunfights here and there, like, but it sounds like it's pretty low key right now, you know, and, uh, we get there and we quickly find that like, well, the reason that it seems like it's such low key is because of this last team is not really putting in a lot of work. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I get it, man. Everybody's got their thing. Like, you know what I mean? But, uh, but at the time, like our team was super hungry, man, to get it, get into it, get after, it. you know, man, we're going to do, we're going to be the best team that's been in this country, been at this site for, you know, since Afghanistan, since we went to Afghanistan, yeah, that, yeah. that's like the mentality, you know, um, which I loved. I loved being around that dynamic of just like, yo, we're going to get after it. We're going to get after it as much as we can. We're going to do our job because this is what we're here for, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, uh, so anyways, I mean, it was going in, it was six month rotation. Um, we get there, uh, really cool place. Um, just kind of a, a whole new, uh, dude, Afghanistan is so beautiful. It's, it's unreal because you'll be out and you'll just be like, you know, we were there during kind of winter time and stuff. So you'll be out and you see like the snow, snow capped mountains, like all around you, these beautiful valleys, meadows and stuff. And you're just like, dude, this place is awesome. And all of a sudden it's like, crack, 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 crack. you know, you're getting shot at and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, screw this place, you know, like this place sucks, you know? So it was, I mean, it really was, it was such a weird dynamic, you know? And, uh, um, so anyways, we, uh, yeah, trip man, um, getting into the, cause I know this is what we want to get into and stuff. And, uh, um, and I don't really talk about it. So, you know, just don't bear, feel like you have me. to, no, you no, 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 to. no, it's totally fine, man. It's totally fine. Um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so we were there. Uh, so I left in, um, going back to kind of the whole dad thing. So I actually, we left in October and, uh, my first child, my daughter was born in, in, uh, August. So that was really cool though. I got to, uh, I got to see, you know, my daughter for a couple months before I had to go out on this rotation. Uh, so that was nice, man. Just to be able to experience that, be there for, be at home for the birth and, uh, you know, be with her for a little while before I left, you know, oh, yeah. so that, that was great. Um, 
And uh, so anyways, left in October and uh, get overseas, man, we get after it. We like totally come in and just like <laughs> hard charge, like try to revamp everything. We're like, well, we got to start from scratch, dude. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, so we're running, running and gun around, like being like, hey, we got to do this, got to do this, you know? And uh, so we, and we start getting out, man. We're like, hey, let's push the limits. Like we start finding out like, well, nobody's been in these areas for a little while now because this last team is kind of like, eh, we didn't want to go in this area because it's kind of dangerous. So, like, yeah, no shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and that's the thing, like Chad, so you and I have kept a, a good dialogue for, well, as long as we've been, we've known each other. Uh -huh. We've kept a good dialogue and we would communicate. But there would be times when you'd be like, oh, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I yeah. mean, there's there's that going on. So you were really busy when yeah, you first no, got into content. Yeah, no, it's, it's really busy. Um, it's fun, man. Gunfights all the time. You know, you're getting after it. Um, yeah, super fun. Yeah, super fun, man. Uh, no, it really is, man. It's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, once it's funny because, and this is what a lot of guys struggle with, is like once you get into all that stuff after so long, it's, it's like, you almost need it. You know what I mean? It's that adrenaline dump and just the excitement of life. And, you know, you're just like, you, you honestly, you're like, wow, I really feel alive right now. You know what I mean? Um, and that's addictive. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Because man. just, uh, I'm, I'm not saying anywhere near what you do, bro. Firefighting into a fi firefighting fire is, is the absolute, <laughs> like I try to tell people, I wouldn't know without getting, sorry, Billy. Um, rushing a cot to the ambulance side. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, but, these days you got to deal with COVID. So ain't I no doubt, you're the, buddy, you're the real <laughs> hero. You are the fucking real hero of the room right now. Uh, buddy, I mean that, that it's an addiction. I try to yeah. tell people the two best feelings in the world. One orgasm. <laughs> mama's number one. <laughs> number and it's, I guess it's hard to pick if people who aren't from the South, mama is my wife. I'm not saying my mom, <laughs> the old ball and chain. Yeah, that is a good caveat. I, I guess, I guess it's a regional thing. It yeah. just, we like to call our wives mama. Yeah. It's it just, when you hear a conversation between a bunch of yeah. Southerners, mama didn't like it. Yeah. We're talking about our wives. Mama <laughs> but, said I got to take this gun back. Well, too bad. You can't do that. So sorry. But number one, my wife, greatest feeling in the world. Best, best time ever. Number two, close. Number two. Fighting fire. Yeah. There is no, because I don't tell my wife or my mom anything. Like when they found out that I'd fallen through a roof, fallen through a floor. Yeah. And they're like, why didn't you tell us that? Well, did you want yeah, to you hear want that? To hear? No. 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 That when, it, when there is nothing like running in that house and you're having to lay on the floor because you're getting burned up, it's no thanks, the best man. feeling in the world. <laughs> no. Absolute. <thanks. laughs> it's just, it's the biggest rush. So yeah. getting back to me, yeah, I mean, it is addictive. No, it is. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, that was, that was like an opportunity to just really feel alive, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, just really, you know, just kind of experience all that. So, uh, so yeah, man, we got after it. We did, we did what we could, um, you know, a lot of limitations in that time. It was kind of a weird time, uh, within Afghanistan as far as, excuse me, as far as like rules of engagement and stuff goes. Um, there was a lot of civ casts that happened lately, lately, which was like, uh, civilian casualties and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll always try, if I say an acronym, acronym, I'll, I I've, re I've, I've really got a few of them try. that I'm going to ask you about. <laughs> Did you write them down? It is, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, there was, it was kind of a weird time, man. So we had to do the best we could, but we, we got after it and, uh, um, so yeah, man, had, had a lot of fun experiences, um, 
you know, uh, one kind of leading up into that, to the moment of, of the whole purple heart story and stuff. Um, which honestly is nothing compared to a lot of these people out there. So don't get your hopes up. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, we went to this one spot, man. Um, uh, it's called the Bedell Valley and, uh, just this big Valley that was kind of down in the Southern, uh, part of the province. And, um, Nobody had been there uh, for quite a while. Like it had been a, a, what we found out. I think if I remember right, was I mean it was like a couple years before supposedly any Americans had kind of been in that in that valley. So being that long, was it Taliban overran? Oh yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like nobody's been in there for that long. Um, and the way the where the mountains were set up, they had a lot of you know little passes and stuff that they were transporting from one valley to another, like you know, dishkas, uh, which are like 50 caliber, um, you know, belt fed machine guns, like Russian machine guns and stuff. Um, you know, stuff that you don't want to go up against, you know what I mean? Because that's a 50 caliber bullet is going to, you know, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. Well, actually, you oh, won't yeah. even feel it. So, you know, it's going to sting. It'll take limbs off. And, uh, but anyways, so, so yeah, it's pretty dangerous area, but we're like, you know, and this goes back to man again, dude, I love, I absolutely love the team I was on. And, uh, um, it was just great, man. Cause we're like, yeah, let's do it, dude. Like, let's go here, man. Nobody's been in here for a while. Like, you know, you know, there's a bunch of shitheads in here. Like, uh, you know, um, there were a couple high value targets that we knew that were in the area, but we had no recent intelligence of like what was going on, yeah. you know? So at yeah, that yeah, point, yeah. man, like, you know, yeah, you could start playing do some like reconnaissance missions and all this stuff. But, uh, in those areas at that time, it's pretty tough to do because I mean, you're, and honestly, to get it approved to do like a recon, we've all seen Lone Survivor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's funny. So caveat to that. So that mission was originally supposed to go to uh, an S a special forces team. Operation Web Red Wing. Yes. Okay. Um, Look at you. They denied it because they were like, no. They were like, this is not a good idea. Like they did a lot of due diligence of looking into it and looking and they're like, dude, this is going to be sketchy. Like we're all about doing some crazy stuff, but this is not really probably the best idea to do right now. Right. So then the uh, Marine scout sniper unit, you know, was like looking to potentially do it. And they said no. And then uh, it got offered to the SEALs. And so the SEALs were like, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And uh, so anyways, um, but, uh, but yeah, man. So, so we went to this Valley. Um, what was funny is I remember coming up to like, uh, to the entrance, the mouth of the Valley, man. And, uh, uh, there was a sign it was, uh, that said, do not enter. It was like danger, do not enter. And so we're just like, yeah, screw that. And just like plow through oh, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, bring it, bro. You know, I got yeah. a minigun and a Mark 47 automatic you, grenade launcher. You chug your can of bang yeah, and yeah. you're like, let's do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, rippets. Yeah. We have this energy drinks. The rippets. We drink the rippets, man. Uh, so, so yeah, man. So we go into this Valley and we set up and honestly, dude, we're like, it was almost like a, it was just kind of a recon, a, an overt reconnaissance mission. Um, which basically means like we were going in there anticipating, basically trying to bait them into a gunfight being like, yo man, cause we don't know where we, we didn't have any, again, recent, uh, intelligence of like, Hey man, we're fighting positions, historical fighting positions. Like, you know, who, how many fighters are in this area? What's been happening all that stuff, you know? So, so we just go in, man. We're like, let's do it. Let's figure this out. Let's get in a gunfight, figure out where they're firing at us from, uh, you know, and then we'll plan, you know, big operation later and come back in. Cause we'll, we'll kind of have that intelligence and, and situational awareness of like, Oh yeah. Well, last time we were in here, we got attacked from this point, this point, this point. Right. So anyways, we go in there, man. Um, 
you know, we're, we're not, uh, not long after, um, we're listening to some radio chatter of, of the local Taliban, you know, and they're like, yeah, you know, Hey, don't, don't, don't come out. The Americans are here, you know, which, you know, they're like, we're not going to fight today. And we're like, yeah, okay. Like that's kind of a tactic they use. They know at this point in the, in the war, they knew, they knew that we have the capabilities to like listen in on radio traffic. Oh yeah. So they'll try to, you know, just, you know, be like, oh yeah, we're not going to fight today. Just hoping that you'll just like end up leaving. Right. Um, and, uh, so anyways, after a short time in, uh, uh, gunfight ensues, uh, pretty, pretty good one, man. The Valley opens up. We're getting shot at from just a ton of different areas, man. And, uh, it's so hard over there because, um, you know, they've been fighting their whole lives, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, their yeah, whole yeah, yeah. lives. Right. Um, and so they're very skilled, very skilled, man. Um, you know, in, in little ways of, you know, having fighting positions that are, Literally, they're shooting in a porthole, which is basically like, you know, they may have these boulders set up on the ridge line, and they're shooting out of a hole, which is, you know, like the diameter of like a, a coffee cup or something, you know what I mean? Like a small hole, but they've got a PKM, which is a, a belt-fed, you know, Russian machine gun that's that uh, literally is like they've got hashed out marks on the rocks that gives them like a, an aiming stake almost, so they don't even have to look. They can be like, hey, I know I've been shooting at this in this position so long that if I can't my gun and align this certain part of the gun up with this mark on the rock, I know exactly where I'm going to hit. So like you can't even see them. You know, they're shooting out of like a little, you know, loophole. And you're just like, oh, well, I'm I'm pretty sure it's coming from that ridge line, but I literally can't see anybody, you know. So that's the tough part, man. They fight where the sun, you know, when the sun's setting you're literally looking in the sun. So they're going to attack you from, from that ridge line where the sun is setting. So you're, they're looking obviously away from the sun so they can see you. But as you're sitting there looking, trying to figure out where they're firing from, you're like, man, this, you know, the sun is, is bright right now. Like oh, I, yeah, I literally yeah, yeah, can't yeah. see you know, little things like that, man. They know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, right. So, uh, so anyways, long story short on that one, man, uh, pretty, pretty good gunfight. Um, uh, I was up in the, uh, in the truck. We, we drove in in these, uh, um, what we call mat, uh, mat V's. And it's basically like a, a larger version of like a Humvee, you know, uh, armored vehicle and all this stuff. And, uh, so, so on, on the truck that I was on, man, uh, it's, well, I, we always call it the death star. Um, <laughs> because, Great reference. Uh, yeah, 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 dude, the, the truck that I'm on, man. Uh, and I was a, you know, 18 Bravo weapons guy. So like, uh, we had some intricate weapon systems and stuff. And that truck, uh, in the turret alone had a, uh, Mark 47, which is a, uh, 40 millimeter automatic grenade launcher. Um, so it's shooting little 40 millimeter grenades out to about 2000 meters, um, pinpoint accuracy. It had a, uh, LVS system. Yeah. Uh, so basically, a, a um, thermal, uh, optic on it that integrated it into where you could bore sight this thing and basically shoot through a window at 2000 meters. That's awesome. So, so shoot a little 40 minute, 40 millimeter projectile, you know, out to 2000 meters uh, with some practice, but like pinpoint accuracy, like if you got good at it, it was, it was insane, you know? So, so I had that on there and then I had a, uh, M134, uh, or Mark 44 is what we call it, but, a, a mini gun. All right. So, you know, you see, right. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. On helicopters and stuff, yeah. you know, just, you know, uh, 6,000 rounds per minute, like just unreal. You know what I mean? And, uh, the sound that thing makes is it is, man. It's a freedom boner for sure. Dude. Um, <laughs> just, it, it just screams America. <laughs> what I, what I loved about that, bro, so it is because, and, and what's funny. So they knew like, so soft units, special operations units are the only ones that use that, that weapon system. So they, and they know that. So, you know, it's common. You'll hear before, you know, like, 
uh, radio traffic. They're like, oh, the bearded ones are here. You know what I mean? Because we got beards. We grow out beards and stuff like that. And they know that we're special operations units because we have, you know, certain weapon, you know, platforms and stuff. And so it's almost like a psychological weapon system because when you hear that thing echoing in the valley, it is unreal. Like I had friendly Afghan forces who knew we had that and have heard it before. But as soon as it opens up, they're like, they're like, whoa, what, like, what is that? You know? And you're like, dude, like it's the minigun. Like you've seen it before, oh, yeah, you know? but, yeah, it, yeah. but it's just such a different sound um, that it, it really is like, you know, well, I could, I, if I put myself on the other side and I'm like shooting with an AK at, the, at these dudes in the upper armored trucks and I hear this, you know, minigun sound, I'm like, that's scary, dude. Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> yeah, just everything's heightened at that yeah, point. Yeah, Adrenaline's yeah, pumping. Right? Testosterone's like, flying out the bro. roof. So, uh, so anyway, so I'm on that, I'm on that, those weapon systems, man, uh, pretty intricate. And, uh, you know, I start getting shot at, um, you know, you get, you, you get used to, we had plenty of firefights where you get used to hearing arounds, like they're impacting around you, you know, they're getting close, whatever. Uh, this instance, uh, this was two weeks before just to kind of, uh, set it up two weeks before I ended up, uh, getting my purple heart. Um, I was up in the truck, uh, getting shot at from every direction, trying to figure out exactly, you know, you see some guys, but you don't know where everybody's at. So you're trying to, you know, fire back, but also have situational awareness of like, well, dude, if I'm focused on this target, like a dude could pop out over here, behind oh, yeah. us, you know, and, and pop me right in the dome and, you know, you don't know. So you're all, you're, I mean, you're, you're multitasking, man, just trying to figure it all out. Um, so I, I hear, so we're positioned in my truck, man, I'm up on the turret, I'm, I'm doing my thing, switching back and forth between different weapon systems. And I hear this, you know, just pretty significant, just smack right on the, on the truck. And, uh, you know, so I'm like, okay, like somebody's pretty dialed in, like they're hitting like the truck right below me, you know? Um, then like a couple seconds goes by, you know, and I hear, you know, another big smack on the armor. And, uh, and it's pretty significant because even with like ear, hearing protection, all that stuff, gunfire, like you can hear it, you know? So I'm like, dude, like somebody's getting pretty close, you know, like, you know, we're getting shot at, but like this, this is getting dialed in. Right. And, uh, so, so then the third that I, you know, a couple seconds later, man, I hear another round and it's, and it ends up popping like right in on the edge of, uh, the top of the turret. So like where I'm pretty much exposed, it kind of hits like right at like chest level, like one of the plates, it just smacks. And I'm like, whoo. I'm like, this dude's like, it's getting really close now. Any like, idea I, what it was? So I, ha I mean, I figured at that point with, uh, how, uh, with the impact of the round and, and the timing of it, I'm like, somebody shooting at me with pretty much, you know, kind of like a, you know, uh, long range precision rifle, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like sniper or whatever. I hate to say that term, but, uh, but you know, something that somebody's, you know, trying to precisely shoot at me specifically, and they're they're walking the rounds up, you know. And so I hear that third round. I'm still getting after it. Won't won't you know shooting the minigun, and then I just feel I can feel this round just go right past my face, and I can hear just this snap like right as it passes right by my right uh, the right side of my uh, head. And I was like, oh, like you know, I was like, dude, like that was close, bro. Like I could feel like air pressure. Like from whatever, you know, I'm like, dude, that, that almost just smacked me right in the face. But you man. were glassing at this yeah. point. So you were, well, you were looking. No. So at that point I was just like on the minigun. So okay. I'm just like, I'm just finding a spot and okay. I'm just like, well, you're just shooting you know, as fast as I can. Yeah. And, uh, so, so that moment, like as soon as man, I felt that and I hear the crack, dude, I, I kind of, I get down in the turret, like a little bit lower. Cause I'm like, bro literally I almost just got shot in the head. Like that was, that was close, you know, yeah, so they're dialed in. So they're dialed in. So at that point, man, I'm like, dude, I gotta like, 
I, we got to figure this out. Like, you know, I'm all about, man. And, and it's frustrating. This is the hard part, man, being dudes and alpha males, you know, you're like, did I just like, did I just get like scared and like duck down from this? I'm like, I mean, and, no, you know, going back to think of it, you're like, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little frightening, you know, and stuff, but you're also like, well, that's probably the smartest decision because obviously the dude was like, oh, yeah. he was ready. So like, if you want to, if you want to stay up there, man, and try to be like the man and be like, well, I, I'm not, you know, if he shoots me in the face, he shoots me in the face. It's like, no, nah, bro, dude, I'm, yeah, it's all that. about survival no, yeah, yeah. at that point, you know? And so, so I get down a little bit, man. I'm like trying to get the situational awareness. I'm like, whoa, that was close. Got to figure out where it's at. So we, Anyway, back up, backing up behind a wall to where I was blocked a little bit, so I could start assessing the situation. Well, uh, fast forward a little bit, like we were in a gunfight for a little while, lulls out. We call in some uh, Apache helicopters to come in, start you know peppering the the hillsides and stuff with rockets and stuff, and they're they're doing some gun runs. And um, so after that, man, uh, we were starting to head out because we're like, cool, we got we got pretty much what we needed at this point, man. Um, we got some uh, areas that we know that they're fighting from, and so we'll use that and come back in later. So anyways, we start uh, getting ready to exfil from that area, and we're getting that radio traffic that they're like, hey, man, we're going to hit the, we're going to ambush the Americans on the way out. So we're like, oh, all right, here we go. Let's do it, you know? So I go, and so mind you, I had a minigun right here on my right side. I had a Mark 47, the 40 millimeter auto automatic grenade launcher to my front. And then I had a M240 machine gun off to my left. So I literally had three belt fed weapon God. systems that I could literally transition, be like burst on the machine, on the, on the uh, mini gun, go over to the Mark 47, shoot a belt of like 40 millimeter grenades and then switch over and, and shoot seven, six, two by 51 from a 240, you know, Bravo just being like, you know, and then I had like an M72 law at my feet, which is, did a, you feel a that? Rocket. Did you feel that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like my pulse is like 120 <laughs> right now. I'm just yeah. like, Hey, this ain't my uh, first time. You know, I had a, a handheld grenade launcher, like right behind me. I mean, it was like, dude, just, like I literally me. had more, more firepower there than like most infantry units have. And like tell, their whole, tell me you had explosive arrow tips. <laughs> <laughs> I did have air burst 40 millimeter. Motherfucker. Grenades, I'm in. <laughs> you is can it too late for me to do this. You can set those things to a certain distance and they'll, they'll explode. Like once they get overhead, man. Uh, so anyways, so I had all that, man. So I go and I, I'm turning around and I'm, I'm charging the, uh, the 240, uh, you know, light machine gun, just kind of getting prepped when I'm going to charge it. And then it's like the charging handle is like non-existent and I look and there's a hole like that big, like in the feed tray cover on the top of the gun. And I was like, Oh, that's that round that went right by my head. And so at the time I was like, dude, that was, that was close, but whatever, you know, didn't really think about it. We're about to get another gunfight. So prep everything. We ended up going out. No, we didn't meet anybody, uh, towards the end, man. So no contact. Uh, so we roll back to the base and I get, I'm like, I'm like, yo, check this out, dude. Like, look at this. That's a big hole, man. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. and, uh, so I was like, dude, that's gotta be like, uh, you know, from a, um, you know, precision rifle, dude. I was like, that's, that's a big round, you know? And, uh, um, so I was like, that's not from an AK. It's not from a PKM, you know, well, PKM, cause it, it actually probably was, uh, was the same round. Um, I'm getting nerdy in this, but the same <laughs> round that like Love a dragon or SVD, like a precision, you know, Soviet rifle would use same round as PKM. So, um, but, um, uh, is that a lot what they use over there? Yeah. Just, yeah, man. I mean, you can find Russian made in. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I, you know, I see that and then we go back and man, we're kind of like, I put the, the weapon system where it normally sit you know, behind me and, and dude, it was within like an inch and a half 
from at all times, like behind me to where the impact was. So within about an inch to an inch and a half, that round just missed my head. You know Jesus. what I mean? That's so I'm going to call it your jacket, but your... So, oh, yeah. So I had like an... Uh, well, that that's actually your the... Your BDU. Yeah. So, well, that that part will go into the, the, next, okay. the next one. My bad. Uh, so, so yeah, so, uh, so anyways, we get back and I'm like, oh, dude, okay, that was pretty close, you know, and we found out the next morning, source in the village that was like, yeah, I mean, uh, so one of our guys, who's a sniper that uses a, uh, scoped, you know, weapon system is what he said, um, said he shot an American in the head. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, that's me. Like he thought he killed me because yeah, yeah. when he shot that fourth round and it went right by my head, I ducked down because I was like, whoa. And he thought he hit me in the head and like I dropped, you yeah. know? And I was oh, like, yeah. bro, that feeling like getting in gunfights before and like having, getting shot at and having rounds like kind of impact around you. It was like, you got used to that. Oh yeah. But the fact that somebody was looking down, uh, you know, uh, an optic and his crosshairs you know, a, magna a magnified optic and his sole purpose was to shoot and kill me. I was like, that was a different story, man. <laughs> you know, that next morning I woke up and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, wow. Okay. That was, you know, that was that, a lot. That was a lot is, of process. Is a you know crazy, I have anxiety yeah. listening. That, to that is a crazy uh, fucking feeling because you hear stories of people get shot at and what a, the fact that you just get used to the fact that inches mm -hmm. away bullets hitting just impacting around you. Yeah. But the thought that someone at one point, cause you know, it, it's oh, crazy dude. is it, I don't know that the actual, uh, the actual t statistic or whatever it is that how often we actually come close to getting murdered or something like that. How often you pass someone that actually killed someone later in the day. Oh they, yeah. It, right. But the fact that someone had their freaking crosshairs right yeah. between your eyes yeah. at one point, and it whizzed right by your head just cause you know, they, they flinched, they pulled it. Yeah. Yeah. It, who knows? man? Well, and, and, and I'll get into this, man. I, I, I really do like, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian, uh, you know, I believe, you know, that, that honestly, like at those, that moment. And then the next moment that I'm about to talk about is like, God saved me in that time. Oh man. yeah. Because when you experience that kind of stuff, um, you know, and I, I, I had Christian faith before that, even then. So going into it, you know, I just kind of, and that's how I live my life. I'm like, Hey man, if it's my time, it's my time, dude. Yeah, Worse. Yeah. Worst thing, man, and uh, you know, for me is I'm like, oh, cool. If I die, I go to heaven, whatever, man. You know, I'll be with Jesus, and yeah, you know, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so it, honestly, it made it honestly makes for me it makes the job a little bit easier. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't have a death wish. I'm not it, like, but just, you know, I, I don't want to get off track. But yeah, just with yeah. that thought, you know, when you had that buzz by your head, what was your first thought when you came down? I mean, was it your daughter? Your oh, dude, honestly, I couldn't tell you, man. At that, well, at, at that moment, like none of that. I will tell you that none of that happened. Like I, I honestly, self it was just like self preservation. Yeah, man, it was just like, okay, cool, man. I didn't get hit. I'm good. Like, yeah, we've been getting shot at. I got to figure this out. I got to help find this dude because if he's now going to shoot at my teammates, oh yeah, like you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, dude, in in those experiences, and this comes, this goes back to our training, and obviously, I think it, it does help with you know, the individual person of just your personality and, and all that stuff. But I, I, I didn't think about any of that. You know what I mean? Um, Cause that you're, we talked about last episode that it's that fight or flight. Yeah, man, you just react. And, and that's so, that's why, you know, special operations guys are, are so successful is because they can kind of put all that stuff on the back of their head, you know, not saying that like in a life or death situation, you're not going to think about your family the last yeah, moment. So yeah. I always think about my family, you know, but I also just had the, the, um, just kind of awareness of like, man, 
you know, I'm here, I'm doing my job. Like if something happens, it happens. Like that's the risk I'm, I'm taking, you know what I mean? But I just put the faith and like, you know, God has a plan. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, and that, that's really helped me within my career. Um, just be at ease and calm and all that kind of stuff. But, can, uh, can I ask you something just off topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you run into that because you you have your faith. You believe mm, in Jesus because right. if that bullet hits you, you you go from being in the the Bedell Valley, yeah. Bedell Valley, right at the pearly gates. Yeah, I mean, how awesome it's is like, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I'd hate to leave my family. Yeah, yeah. But you know, at that at that point, it's but like you you can't think about that. Do but. you do you see do you see it like from just other soldiers, other SF guys, just like that don't have that faith? Oh yeah, man. Do it, you see it affect them more or just? Well, no, I mean. I, that's hard, man. It is hard to say. I mean, I, I know most of the guys I serve with, you know, throughout my career have always had some sort of faith, you know, yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, it may not be a strong or whatever, but like, you know, I think maybe those, those kind of situations and stuff kind of force you into that, you know, which that's is what really that's that going to be the next question. You know? do, you, do, you, <laughs> do you see that more people are driven to that, that just cause you know, they get in a yeah, firefight like I mean, that. They, yeah. they realize how close yeah, they came to yeah. meeting the maker. I think so, man. I mean, I, I know I've heard stories of guys, you know, uh, for sure that, that absolutely, absolutely have experienced that. And they're like, dude, no way, no, absolutely no way I should be alive. Like there has to be divine intervention. Yeah. This is that. And it leads them to a different, you know, whatever spiritual life. And, and, you know, so that's great. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, but it was, it was definitely was different, um, you know, just to experience that. And like you said, have that uh, feeling of like somebody was legitimately oh, just yeah. trying to shoot at me and not just like stick their AK over a wall oh, and yeah. just like start shooting. It's like, he's, he's trying, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so, so that was, that was like a, a pretty significant kind of experience. You know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, but, uh, but honestly, after, you know, go work out in the gym, do your thing, man, get prepped for the next, you know, mission and stuff. You're like, eh, you forget about it. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, eh, but you have is. to, you have to, man, you have to, you, you can't, can't let that linger. Rely on it, no, man. no, no, no. It will wear you out, um, to, to focus on that. So, uh, so anyways, uh, other things, you know, happened. We did a lot of good stuff. Fast forward, uh, about a couple, about probably two weeks after that incident, we go back. Cause we're like, Hey man, we know where they're at. We're going to get after it, dude. <laughs> Found out some information of where somebody was supposed to be. We're like, we're going to go in, man, go right in before sunset, uh, bait them into a gunfight, get after it, call in some close air support, uh, do as much damage as we can right before sunset. And then we're going to dismount and we're going to go, you know, clockwise around this Valley into all these clots and villages and just like, find as many dudes as we can, you know what I mean? Under night vision goggles. And all oh, yeah. We're going to take advantage of being in the night. Right. But we wanted to kind of bait them in. So that way we could do a lot of damage right before sunset. And, uh, so anyways, we go in, man, it, it, it's slow. We're, we're setting up, we're in a spot and, uh, same as, same as, you know, like every other mission, man, doing, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, checking, checking your areas, uh, looking through like this long range thermal optic that I have, um, which comes into play. It's almost like a, it's a big binocular system. And, uh, so I'm scanning the ridge lines, looking at places where like, Hey man, we've gotten shot at before. Um, start seeing some movement. It's been pretty low. About 40 minutes goes by and we're just like, dude, like what's going on, man. Nobody's coming out to play tonight. Right. Um, and uh, I'm scanning. I see this dude kind of going up to this ridge line. And again, the ROEs at this point were, were pretty strict. So you know, um, which I, obviously to me myself, like I'm not just going to shoot at somebody just because I'm like, oh, I think they're a bad guy. You know, yeah. what I mean? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that. But but you kind of know after so long, you're like that dude's going to a fighting position to get behind a gun that's already up there, and he's going to start shooting. You know, uh, so. 40 minutes or so goes by, and um, looking through, I saw a picture holding up a pair of binoculars. And, uh, so I'm holding it, I'm scanning 
And all of a sudden, like the first round that you hear from the distance, uh, just imagine holding your hand out and somebody taking a sledgehammer and just like smacking your hand out in midair. And that's what I felt. Uh, I got shot right in the, uh, right in the hand, uh, right, uh, kind of on the pinky, uh, right below at the base of like the little finger, um, that goes going into the palm of my hand. And, uh, so I'm holding So imagine holding binoculars and you get shot right in the hand. That's close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's almost as close as the last and one. And that man. was the first round that was fired. Like Jesus. I remember hearing the sound and I remember the next thing is my hand just gets like thrown to the rear, like to the back, back of me. Like I'm just standing, you know, it's kind of standing up and it's like, poof, just right behind me. Like no control. I was like, Ooh, instant. Just like, didn't feel anything. Um, you know, it was like, yep. I, I instant. I was like, I got shot, you know, but I couldn't feel it. It was kind of numb. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Oh, okay. So I, I come down and as I come down into the turret, I look and I had a glove on. I'm like, yep. See the, see the entrance wound. How big of a round uh, do you think? So, I mean, most likely from an AK, okay. um, you know, I still don't know the specific range. I estimate probably about 200 meters away. I, th- I mean, Honestly, I think it was a lucky shot. That's still uh, a hell of a shot. One yeah, shot, yeah. you know, just kind of happened to hit, to hit me. Um, and, uh, so it hit, you know, I, I assessed the damage, man. I'm like, cool. Like, all right, shot me in the finger. Um, it, it split open, you know, showing you. So the, the bullet entered right here. And I, so my pinky is like, I had a reconstructive surgery. So I, I literally cannot, you know, like move my finger. It's stuck that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. haven't been it in, but anyway, so the bullet, uh, I got small fingers, right? So that's great. Cause the bullet went right in, uh, you know, blew that bone out, split this finger open. You can see that scar yeah. right there. Right. And then split my thumb open. There's a scar on the top of my thumb. So the way I was holding it was that that's how the bullet, you know, went through. And uh, so it went through and through just because uh, the way bullets work, ballistics and stuff like that, they need to have a lot of, uh, you know, mass and and, uh, and everything to start pitching and yawing to like do a lot yeah. of damage. Um, so if they don't have, you know, that resistance, that mass to kind of work against, like they're just going to kind of go like straight through, like a yeah. through and through round. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so because my finger is small and like where it hit, it didn't really have a lot of, um, you know, uh, didn't mean a lot of resistance. Yeah, it didn't have a lot of resistance to start actually doing the pitching and yawn, so it just kind of went straight through, you okay. know, which was which I was very lucky for that. God's right? sake. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so so during this time, I was like, oh, you know, it all happened so fast. But uh, um, going back, so when it when that happened, you know, I, can't, I started coming down like that first round hit. Well, when I'm coming down inside of the truck, uh, dude, clear as day, man, almost like slow motion. And I've got some pictures I can show you later. Um, the the front plate of the turret that's kind of like protecting, you know, it's a small piece of armor right at the, literally right at the edge, the top edge. So when the uh, our vehicles are like tan, you know, painted yeah, tan, yeah. obviously, you know, right? And uh, so when the armor, when a bullet hits the armor, there's like kind of almost like a puff of smoke that kind of happens just from all the materials and stuff like that um, and, and the paint and all that. Well, as I'm coming down, imagine this table that's sitting right here. Like my face is is crossing this threshold of the table. Well, as soon as that happens, there's a round that impacts the top lip of that plate. And just, I could see that puff of smoke. And so, I mean, dude, if that would have been maybe a few millimeters, like we're talking minute 
you know, and this is where I go back to, I'm like, God save me that day because yeah. like all yeah, these oh, little yeah, things, yeah. small change and where that, that bullet would have hit right here, it would have blown the back of my hand out because it would have had a lot more meat to, to kind yep. of work in to do that. You know, if this finger would have been pushed forward a little bit more, it would have went straight through that finger. If my thumb would have been cocked up just like a couple millimeters this way, it would have taken the top of my thumb off. You know, I got I so and I say lucky, but you know what I mean? But, but it was so, you know, just amazing of how that's crazy. You know, all those little things, you know, and that was the first round that they shot, you know, boom down. Um, we're getting shot at from every direction. That one uh, round as I'm coming down, almost hit me in the face. Well, as I'm down in the truck, man, I look up and I had like a small assault pack, like a little backpack and like right behind my, uh, uh, behind me up in the turret. So like chest level, was on fire from uh, they were shooting uh, with like a PKM and they were using like tracer rounds. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so like a tracer round had like ignited the backpack and Jesus. so it was like riddled <laughs> with bullets, literally where I was standing. Yeah. So like if I did not get shot by that first round in my finger in my hand, I would have still been standing in that same spot. Yeah engaging targets and all those rounds there's like i've got the backpack at the house man it's riddled with bullets if i was still standing i would have taken all those rounds to like the upper torso or chest to like my face neck i would have been dead were like, you were you like, wearing were you wearing protection i was time? wearing protection would it but have that's stopped not, them? well it would have stopped a couple of them but if if how many rounds impacted that small assault pack at that point the the grouping size of that those plates probably would have withstood that those to those actually see rounds. it yeah, that's and, insane. And, and, yeah. And, and the height that they were at too would have been like right above my oh, plate. So they were right so at the collarbone. Right at the collarbone, man. Like it would have been detrimental. So, so do you think? So, do you think? So you saw that one guy get in position. So do you yeah. think there was others just sitting? Oh there yeah, man. They're they're dialing they, it in, they, ready they, to. Dude, the problem, man, is like you know. I mean, I've worked with some great Afghans, but a lot of them, man, they're they're corrupt, they're shady. They'll start giving phone calls ahead of time. We try to limit. Well, hey, what? Hey, we're going to go out together because that's what we do as as SF guys, Green Berets. We're working with the local forces, trying to make them hey better and do hey. This is your country. We're going to train you. We're going to fight with you, but we're going to teach you the right way so you can establish your own security and all that stuff. But a lot of times they're corrupt, man. You know, their their cousins or their uncles or brothers or whatever are Taliban fighters, so they're giving a heads up yeah. ahead of time, being like, hey you know we're coming to this spot get ready whatever um so so yeah man because the whole valley opened up instantly like it, that first shot that hit me was just like the start of the whole volley and then damn near 360 degree ambush ensues and we're getting shot at from everywhere and uh so anyway so, so i already got hit in the hand um you know my right hand which is my dominant hand is, is pretty much useless at that point you know um just kind of like hey man i'm good i know i'm not dying i'm not bleeding out bleeding out i'm good to go you know so i start getting back to work and start looking i'm in the truck we're getting hit the the windshields are shattered with you know from getting impacted by bullets you just hear the ping 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 you know just bullets hitting everywhere and uh so a uh, little bit of time goes by I start getting on the radio hey man this is what's happening because we're all spread out through the yeah. valley you know yeah. and uh and I'm like, hey, I'm I'm hitting the hand, but I'm good, you know. And my medic, man, I love Dave. Uh, Dave, one of my medics, he was like, bro, he was ready to sprint like <laughs> two kilometers from from where he was at to like get over to me to to make sure I was okay. And I'm like, Dave, I'm good, I'm good. Like I 
promise you, like I'm good to go. You know, it's a flesh wound, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, a flesh wound. And uh, so, yeah, man, I just get back to work, dude. I'm like, I got to figure out where this is coming from. Because, dude, in, in some of these valleys, man, they come out running out with suicide vests and just clack themselves off, you know. And so my truck, where we're at at this point, it's me and one other guy, one young infantry, conventional infantry soldier who's driving my vehicle. How old and, do you think? Uh, what's that? How old do you think he was? Uh, he was probably like 24 you know what I mean? But still, uh, but, I mean, yeah, that, he, yeah, he was a squared away dude. Like I, that dude was awesome. But, okay. Uh, okay. Um, but we use infantry, what we call infantry uplift squads to like, kind of help us like, you know, drive vehicles and do certain things. So that way we don't have to do all that. So, Cause we're 12 guys at the most, like yeah, 12 yeah. SF guys at one time, uh, typically like 10, eight to 10. So, so we're like, Hey man, drive the vehicle for us. You'll get in some, you know, do this for us and everything, but they're, they're, they're there to support us and, but they're awesome. So he's driving the vehicle. We're getting peppered, dude, every direction, trying to figure out the situation. Everybody and all my teammates throughout the valley are getting shot at. Um, and uh, so anyways, uh, it's shortly after that happened, we're trying to assess where everything's coming from. And I hear this like, and I've got all this on GoPro, which is great. Um, you hear these like very loud uh, gunshots that happen in, you know, about, I think it was about six rounds. You just hear just boom, 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 you know, and it's really close. Uh, but I was inside the truck at the time, like looking through the windows, trying to figure out, okay, because rounds are still impacting where I was supposed to be standing. Yeah. It's not that, that smart to stand up. When no, all no, that's, no, you know no, I mean? no, 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 no. Because we don't know where it's coming from, right? And uh, so anyways, uh, so I'm trying to assess the situation, get on the radio, start telling my teammates, hey, this is where I'm getting shot at from, blah, blah, you know, so we can all work together. And, and you can't uh, just ping them like, you can't, like no, in Call of Duty. No. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, you hear those six, about six to seven distinctive loud rounds that, that impact um, our vehicle. And then within like two seconds, our vehicle is dead. Like all the electronics, like the whole vehicle shuts down, no radios, nothing. So I've got my personal radio on me yeah. that I can talk to, but like, that's it. Our truck will not start. We cannot move it whatsoever. So me and one other dude, a young infantry guy are literally isolated on top of this, like, uh, you know, in between these two, uh, village, like clots, basically these two houses in this tight alleyway where like anybody could come out with an RPG and just shoot right at us, lob a grenade right in the truck, a suicide vest, just clack off and we'd, we'd be done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I'm hurt. He's trying to figure out what's going on. He's trying to get the vehicle going again, you know? So dude, it's, it's chaotic. Like it is chaotic, man. We're like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> I hope somebody's close by to, cause we're all spread out throughout the Valley, man. So we're like, uh, dude, we need a vehicle up here right now, man. We're probably gonna have to be towed out. Like the vehicle's down. So I'm, so at this point I get back, I assess the situation. I start figuring out where it's coming from slight lull in the firefight as far as like my truck is not getting pinged as much. Yeah. So I'm like, here we go. I get back up on the gun, dude. And I'm like with one hand, like shooting my Mark 47. Yeah, I saw very the video. Yeah, you saw that video, right? Total badass. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, and those weapon systems are hard to to manipulate, even with two hands. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because they're very intricate and like there's a lot of, you know, certain parts and stuff. They're, they're, uh, we, we more, saw you going at it with the screwdriver. More advanced. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, like when the, the, when, the when the minigun, no, for real, when the minigun goes down, it like it jams with, uh, you know, the links and stuff for holding the, the rounds and the belt and stuff get jammed up and stuff. You literally have to take a screwdriver out, like strip the rounds out, like pry rounds out from the feed chute and like set it back up. That's hard to do with two hands. When you're getting shot at, it's even harder to do with one <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And uh, so, so, anyways, all this stuff's going on, man. And uh, well, real quick, yeah. Did that did that create a new drill? 
Yeah, yeah, right. No, it's absolutely. You you have to do it now to to pass. You have to do it one handed. Yeah, you have to do it one handed because because buddy, like uh, when someone dies in the fire service, it's a new drill. Yep. Every yeah. that. Uh, no, I mean you know I don't know. It's a silly question, but yeah. But, but uh, but yeah, man. So so all that was going on, man, and uh, so I I just at that moment again, it was uh it it was really cool because it was, it was super uh it was chaotic, but it was, dude, it was calming in the same in the same sense. Like I, it was just like another day. You know what I mean? I'm like, I didn't die. My hand hurts, but I'm good. Yeah. And like, I got to do my job. You know what I mean? Because and I mean, I don't want to die, but that, like, I'm good. You and know, that's what makes you that guy. You <laughs> well, know what I'm saying? Because, because yeah. I feel like if I was in that instance, I'd have to pop a Xanax, <laughs> sit down, you know, yeah. maybe what, try to watch an office, an episode of the office. Yeah. Cause you know, I, this is not how I want to go out, but right. Hey, but I mean, at that point you got no choice, man. It's about yeah. like, I'm like, I'm protecting this, you know, uh, cope, the guy who was in the driving the vehicle, young dude, he's squared away. I'm like, I'm not letting anything happen yeah. to, to yeah, myself yeah. or him, you know, but he's my priority because, you know, he's helping us out. Like I got to make sure I'm up doing what I can. So, so we're in a firefight for a while after that. Uh, we ended up getting towed out. Uh, so some, another vehicle had to come under fire, like hook up a tow bar. We're dragging our vehicle out. Literally the hubs are locked. Like the, the it's, it's skidding across the ground. That like the tires crazy. are flat, you know? Um, and I, what's cool is I got, my teammates got me, uh, gave me a bunch of the bulletproof glass that was all around that. And there's some that I have at the house that have like bullets lodged in it, you know, and stuff. And of course I got some other things that have like bullet holes and stuff in it. And, uh, you know, so it was a very surreal experience, man. But um, so, you know, obviously getting hurt, I ended up getting in Purple Heart. Um, and, um, you know, that was a, I mean, you never really want that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, thanks. Like, you yeah, know, I yeah, got yeah, hurt. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm, am I supposed to be proud? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you are proud of it, but it's just like, it's kind of one of those weird feelings, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, end up having to uh, leave country, man. Probably the hardest thing I've had to do. Uh, they end up, because they're like, dude, you got to get surgery, man. Like, flew you can't to, do flew it. To Germany, so flew, then flew to Germany. Then flew to Texas. Flew to Germany, and well, I was supposed to fly to Texas. Okay. And dude, that was a whole nut roll. We won't get into that. But uh, um, so anyways, I had to leave, man. And that was very heartbreaking because uh, we, were, we were really doing some good things. I had planned my own, uh, a bunch of my own missions uh, in a certain area where I was like, I was running them, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, it was me taking the team out like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're doing some really good things in the area. I'd, I had a really good relationship with one of the local uh, Afghan local police uh, commanders, basically a warlord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, but uh, he ended up... Uh, you know, when he found out I ended up getting injured and got uh, shipped out of the country, he uh, he gave my teammates, he went down to the local bazaar and bought a uh, puck hole, which is like one of the local pancake, it's like a pancake hat. Like yeah. if you've ever seen him, like one of the local wool, like kind of hats that the Afghans wear. And uh, he just enjoyed like working with me. And so he went down and bought this, you know, and gave it to my teammates. It was like, here, you know, I want you to give this to Aga, which is Mr. Chad. You know, he was like, I hate to hear that, what happened to him and everything. And I was just like, I didn't expect that. I was yeah. like, whoa. I was like, this is cool, man. Like, this yeah. is probably the coolest thing out of this whole thing. It was like this warlord dude who's like a badass oh, who's yeah. been fighting his whole career was like, just with the short amount of time I was with him was so invested that he was like, he really felt, you know, he was like, yeah, I'm going to buy this, you know, go and buy this for an American, you know, and, and give this gift to him. And I was like, dude, that's, that's honestly the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that at the house, but, uh, but yeah, man. So anyways, uh, ended up getting X filled out. Um, 
uh, yeah, man, got a got suck on a fentanyl lollipop, which is uh, actually not very uh, good. I didn't feel anything off that, yeah. You know? <laughs> so uh, you know, but when I got back and they hit me up with that morphine, I was like, "Woo, there we go, <laughs> done to ride." Yeah, the, the morphine, the better. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, over <laughs> overall, man, uh, you know, it it could have been a lot worse, um, and you know, and there's so many many other details, but you know, it's it's it could be such a long story, but. Uh, you know, so anyways, did what I had to do, man. Uh, it was on, you know, I, I got hit. Um, it's frustrating because like sometimes you go back and I struggle for a while, man. Um, and dude, we could do a whole podcast on like PTSD and stuff like that. Well, um, but I, I did. Which I feel like we're going to have to address one day. I think the three of us could really. Yeah. Uh, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's a big deal. And like, I struggled with it for a while, like, uh, you know, getting, uh, leaving early and all that stuff and getting back and just feeling like, well, you know, looking at these videos and being like, I did something wrong. It's my fault. Like yeah. I got, I got hit and I, I should have been doing this or I didn't do that. Or I wasn't looking here. Like what's wrong with you? Like why, you know, you let your team down because you know, like now they're one man short and this, you know, and it's just like all these stupid things, honestly, like in the back, in the grand scheme of things, you're like, that's dumb, dude. Like you, it's not your fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but that's like, what? those are just the things that manifest in your mind because you're just, and it's frustrating. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was a struggle, man. Getting back was like dealing with that being like, my team's still over there. They're still getting after it. Like they're doing the mission that I planned like that. That's, that's my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and those dudes were awesome. And you know, they were, I was super grateful for them. They always reached out to me and, uh, you know, try to FaceTime me whenever they could. And, uh, but I just, it was heartbreaking, man. Like, honestly, I remember when they faced, I was in Germany in the hospital in Launchstool and like they FaceTime me and I was drugged up and all uh -huh. that stuff too. Right. You know, yeah. but bro, I was like bawling my eyes out, you know, cause they're like, Hey bro, we just did this mission and it was so cool. And it was the one I was like, yeah, I was like, Oh, you know, like, I was so, <laughs> like, you know, just so upset because I'm like, dude, like, it was just heartbreaking because I, I wanted to give everything, you know, I remember being in the FST, the, uh, at our base, man, the surgeons, um, and, uh, the field surgical team, they were like, I was like, Hey man, just cut, cut my finger off. Cause it was like, it was mangled up and like, you know, it was still attached, but it was, it was blown out yeah. and all this stuff. And I was like, just cut it off, man. Like, I'm good. Cut my finger off. And like, I want to get back to it, you know? And they're like, bro, like we can't do that. <laughs> They're like, you want that finger. Trust me. And when, and now I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I can grip with it, but honestly, like I probably could have been fine without it, you know? Um, uh, but they're like, dude, you're on drugs. Like you're, you can't make that decision yeah, right now, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was very frustrating. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, so, so that was that. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely life-changing experience. Um, it was, uh, you know, I'm grateful that it happened. Uh, like I said, honestly, I mean, you don't know why things happen, but you know, maybe one day I'll figure it out, you know, why exactly that happened the way it did. Maybe I won't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it is frustrating, man. So I've gone back with those, uh, emotions back and forth, you know, uh, on, on that whole situation. Um, so ended up coming back early from the trip team was still over there, uh, did what I could when I was back home. And it was kind of a, it was an in-between time where I had the opportunity to reenlist, uh, to stay active, active duty or, uh, get out and go, uh, to the national guard, uh, SF 20th group. And, uh, anyways, uh, long story short, kind of made that decision, man, um, to, to get out of active duty and went to 20th group and, uh, which I'm still a part of, uh, still do the same thing, same, 
nothing changes except man i get to live where i want to live uh and uh not deal with the army bullshit yeah all the time oh yeah. you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's honestly the best of both worlds Government and, uh, that, it that, really is that man. goes from federal to all the way to the local it's it's bullshit everywhere yeah, yeah for sure yeah. yeah um so uh yeah with 20th group man we had a great deployment uh did some training schools over the years uh ended up becoming a uh, uh full-time police officer uh in in tennessee for a local agency um, so I dabbled in that as, as well as that, we ended up having a deployment to Africa, uh, for six months. So we were, uh, hunting, hunting down Joseph Coney, which I don't know if you remember that yep, guy. Yep, yeah. Yep. With the LRA. For the security of yeah. the U.S. For the, oh yeah, man. <laughs> nice. Uh, Billy's got a, a cool, uh, knife that, uh, some local, uh, guy in central african republic made literally like you know stamped it himself out you know and like made this leather sheath and all this stuff and uh, pretty badass. uh so it's it's actually pretty cool yeah billy still got it love seeing that um but honestly dude that that deployment was just amazing uh it's core sf mission man uh we flew in that was the dirt bike uh, mission right dirt bike dude riding yeah. dirt bikes around man like uh, straight up call of duty under, how 1980s under, under night vision goggles you know like driving around dirt bikes uh we had to fly pretty much everywhere besides using the dirt bikes because like all our targets were like two to three hour flights away i mean you're trying to track these people down like this is like literally a needle in the haystack core sf mission very little support isr can't see through the jungle so if you have like a predator, even a predator drone or whatever, like they're not penetrating through that jungle, you know? So like, you're literally like, well, we're, we have no signal intelligence stuff. We can't tap cell phone towers and stuff like that because there's no cell phone towers yeah. out there. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're hunting down this, this militia group in, you know, a, a country the size of like California and you're just going off of like very little intelligence and data and you're just, it's a cat and mouse game. Yeah. You know oh what yeah. I mean? Um, but it was, it was the coolest thing just, man, to experience like Africa in the wild. Like, I mean, it was unreal, dude. You know what I mean? Like wild boar, lions, you know, crocodiles. Hippos, so we're talking full on lion full on like uh-huh. puff adders and black mambas. Dude, I ran over a black mamba on my dirt bike and I honestly, it was so funny. I actually, and I think I'm pretty sure I do have video of this too. Like I almost, oh, well, I did kind of almost dump the bike and like flip over the handlebars because I see this black mountain. Those suckers are long, dude. They're like long snakes and they're fast. I see it coming across like as I'm, as I'm, you know, like a cool guy, like, yeah, you know, I see it shoot out of the, the bush across the dirt road. And I'm like, and, and you can, I mean, it's like, that's a black mamba. Like you can tell. Right. And I'm like in my head, slow motion. I'm like, I'm going to kind of hit this thing and it's going to snap back and like all in one motion and like grab your leg. My leg and like, <laughs> yeah. die, and this is how I'm going to die. You know what I mean? I'm like, like that's what go, that was like going through my head at the time, you know? And, and uh, so I'm like, Oh dude, you know, it's so almost like dumped the bike trying to avoid it. I ended up running over its tail and it just kept going into the bush. But I was like, that's the way I'm going to die. So, <laughs> you know, how terrible is that? <laughs> You know, so, uh, so yeah, man, it, it was, it was just crazy. Cause like everything out there will kill you. Uh, you know, literally everything, um, the bees, we got swarmed by bees one mission and, uh, it was honestly the worst experience of my life. I would rather been shot at, uh, by like a thousand dudes than, be swarmed by these bees because there's nothing you can do about as it. As a guy who's been shot at and hit, back deck on fire, because, truck broke down, because you nowhere can, to go. You can somewhat try to control or mitigate like a firefight by so like you stupid. know like you know fire superiority or maneuvering and all that stuff. With bees, you can't do anything, dude. <laughs> all you I'm know? picturing is that scene. Was it uh, 
Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. You do special forces, years of training. It was damn bees, and you're out there, fat guy, little co. It was it was me and one of my other teammates in an Eno hammock. So like a nylon Eno hammock. We had just infilled, honestly, like 15 kilometers in, in in the heat, dead of heat, dude. We're smoked. We get to this spot where we're gonna set in an ambush for that like that night, and uh, there's the bees are are have hives in the ground. And so, like, we're setting up, and all of a sudden, we start getting swarmed. And they're so fast that, like, we could, literally couldn't do anything. Like, all our gear, like, my medic, his bag, his his rucksack med bag, what you could not see. Like, it was just bees. Like, it was you could not see that it was a bag. It they was were murder hornets. And he, oh dude, bro, he was like, he was like, I honestly, at this point, he was like, I didn't know what to do because, and he's super squared away. He's like, great medic. Like, he wouldn't know what to do. But like, in his mind, as he's saying this, he's like. If I would have tried, like, if you guys would have went down for, like, anaphylactic shock from getting stung so much, I would have had to go and try to get my EpiPens from that med bag, and I would have gotten literally sworn by hundreds, if not a thousand bees that were on that rucksack. And he was like, that's a hard decision. He's like, you know what I mean? Like, do I, do I take the chance and like try to go get that EpiPen or do I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like little things like that, that you can't prepare for, man. No. And uh, so anyways, man, that was like the (laughs) worst experience. We honestly, we honestly, I mean like no exaggeration, man. Every guy on my team got stung about 40 to 50 times, like right then and there. And that, and then it was, it would have been more, but we threw up a Eno hammock with like a bug net and like me and one of my other teammates got into it. And I mean, I'm a small dude, but he's a big guy. We're literally, <laughs> literally like That's the way Jeremy spooning, likes it. Yes, yes, yes. Like it's. I'm, I'm just picturing it because I've been there. Me and my wife. I'm I'm two fifty. Oh yeah, she's a hundred pounds, soaking wet. So I can only imagine. Dude, <laughs> it was intense, man. And we're still getting stung, but it's not as bad. And so, anyways, man, that that was just like one of the things where you're just like. How you can't train for this? No. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. God, like I would they don't pissed. teach you this, man. You know, and uh, so that man, that was an experience, dude. And uh, so yeah, but that trip was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, one of the best trips I actually had. Um, just uh, so so one of the things I want to hit on that real quick, and and I know we're long for time here, but uh, no, I love it. You know, um, people don't understand what's going on in the world. Um, you know, we've got these war zones that we've been in for so long and we see these atrocities and all this stuff. And, you know, we experience stuff, you know, I experienced stuff in Afghanistan and, you know, in other countries and in these war zones that you see that you're like, okay, yeah, that's war, you know, but when you're going to a place like Africa, which, you know, we all know it's a dangerous place and stuff, but you see these people who are literally fighting for their lives every day and trying to save their children. They have nothing, dude, grass huts. Like literally these huts are made of like, you know, tree leaves and mud and all this stuff. And like, there's nothing out there and they're just trying to survive, man. And you got this, you know, group LRA, the Lord's resistance army and Joseph Coney who are coming in, like literally raping and pillaging these villages just to, you know, capture kids and like force them to go and like poach animals. And then they sell all their stuff in the black market and they fund terrorism organizations. Like dude, it's such an intricate web of, you know, like, you know, second and third order effects that people don't think about. They're like, Oh, they're just hunting like elephants and stuff and taking their tusks. You know, that's sad, but it's like, no man, they're selling those tusks to, 
to, you know, to these, this organization that that's then selling them to a terrorist organization that's then using that money to like fund their terrorist activities yeah. to like attack this and that, like, it's such a broad picture, you know, and, and that whole central African, uh, belt system is just so jacked up. Um, and, and it, so it was very, it was, it was eye you know, this is the first time I've been to Africa and you're like, man, these are atrocities. These are war crimes that are happening like constantly every day. And, uh, you know, it's cool to be a part of that, to be a go to be able to go out and literally like you capture, or kill this dude. Like that's your mission. You're like, Oh, okay, cool. You know, <laughs> like I got to figure out how to do it. You know, we'll do like we're on this dude down. Like, let's go, man. You know, $5 million bounty on his head by the state department. You're like, well, I wish I could get some of that money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But, uh, so was, I mean, you know, and again, man, so many details on that trip to you, but, uh, it was just, it was such a cool experience. And, uh, it, it honestly was an eye opening experience too, because, just seeing these uh these families getting torn apart by their kids getting kidnapped um and forced to be child soldiers and stuff like that like you know forced to fight forced to carry a gun forced to kill people all for some crazy lunatic dude who's like thinks he's like a god you know yeah. he, Joseph Coney was like this uh, he thought he was a deity yeah people thought and he made people think that you know because we had, we would find guys and stuff like that uh former fighters who'd be like i tried to kill him i shot at him with the ak from like you know five feet away with 30 rounds and none of the bullets hit him i'm like well i know that i know why <laughs> because <laughs> i've seen you shoot but you know but all, i mean they truly did they truly thought that he was like this god that yeah. like was you know mythical kind of like had all these powers and and uh and all this stuff and uh so it's just i mean it was crazy man you're like dude this stuff is going on constantly and most people don't even know about it you know what i mean and uh and but the cool thing the cool thing is is that we do dedicate um you know our our special operations forces and stuff to like go after these kind of individuals so you may not hear about it a lot um and honestly for me i'm like we could do more like we should be doing more of that kind of stuff because yeah, yeah man, that Joseph Coney and the Lord resistance army are not trying to target the, the United States. They're not trying to come over here and, you know, but they are literally, you know, causing genocide and killing people. Like it's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, yeah. that's not going to be good, man, because you know what happened? ISIS has now come into the central African Republic. Cause we left uh, shame on you commanders and officers who made this decision. Um, we, they decided to pull, everybody out you know all u.s forces like from that area and be like not dedicating as much time to that place you know because they're like oh it's nothing's really happening we're not really getting anywhere and look what happened man you know isis starts forming they're like oh okay cool man we're gonna create this this organization we got training we got all this land to just come out here and do all these training camps and start working our way through the central african you know sub-saharan african kind of belt system and just basically do whatever we want to do because it's lawless. There's what? no government. There's nothing. And be, and we had the presence of us there was kind of like toning it down a little bit. Yeah. You know, and so that's super frustrating because as soon as we pull out, you know, and then, of course, you got Russia and China coming in there, taking advantage of all the, you know, natural resources and whatnot, establishing their dominance in the area, you know, influencing things. And, uh, and then you, of course, like I said, you know, actual terrorist organizations that could cause harm to the United States, like ISIS and Al Qaeda can now establish a foothold in these areas and do what they want to do because now there's no U S presence there. You know, well, it's like you said before, I mean, we're, we're as U S citizens, as Americans, we're, we're on an Island yeah. and you, you've said this before. Um, we are, we're on this Island, but it's human life is human life yeah it's up yeah. to us it's like we have the resources we can do good yeah 
you know, it's our duty to do yeah, that. Yeah, I know, man. And I mean, that's the thing, man. That's what we signed up for. And that's the frustrating part is that, you know, it's like, dude, if I had control over all this stuff, man, it'd, it'd be like, dude, I'd be, unfortunately, I'd be gone all the time because I'm like, oh, we're going to this country and trying to take out this dude or find this dude, you know, like, I don't care if he's trying to come over here and attack the United States, but he's killing people, you know, with, with just, you know, it doesn't matter. Like nobody's trying to stop him. Like he can do what he wants to do. And like, that's wrong, man. I want to get rid of evil. The and, basic, and, the basic, I mean, there's, there's, there's sheep dogs, there's yeah, yeah, wolves yeah. and there's sheep, you know, and, and, and it's, and it's just frustrating. Cause you're like, man, we could do so much stuff. And I know it costs money and I know this bigger picture. I'm not ignorant to all that stuff, you know, but it's just like, sometimes it's frustrating, you know, because once you go and experience that stuff, you, you get this passion that you're like, dude, like we need to do more you know, for these, these places. Cause it's, it's nonstop. Yeah. It's nonstop, oh, yeah. man, you know, and this creates vacuums for, again, like I said, you know, I mean, we see what happened in Syria and whatnot, like all this stuff, you know, happening this war and, you know, you got all these elements fighting each other and it creates these vacuums of like, well, nobody's really like doing anything about it. And so like all these, you know, organizations are standing up and like trying to establish, you know, dominance and fight. And now it just creates like ISIS or, you know, whatever, whatever the next terrorist organization is going to be, you know, and you're just like, dude, like how, how can we stop this? You know, I don't know, but I do know that like, there's a bunch of dudes who are waiting to get after it nonstop, you know, every day as much as possible, man, man, we'll be overseas, you know, I mean, and, and do what we got to do to, to kind of, you know, mitigate all this stuff. Yeah. You know, um, am I out of line saying that, like, this is a good dynamic here? Yo, no, I like it. I like it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, Chad, I I appreciate you coming on and, and yeah, spilling yeah. everything yeah, no yeah, you yeah. said. I've heard, I've got to talk to you, obviously, a little bit more intimate than, than, than what we've, you know, shared here and, and whatnot. But, um, man, like, hearing it again... In, in a little different context and yeah, a little yeah, different yeah. detail. Yeah. I mean, I got to hear stuff, obviously, in the last two segments that we've had that I didn't really, I knew some of the story. I right. didn't get to hear all the story. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and Jeremy as well, you know, getting to hear all this going on. But like, God, man, I got a huge chub going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I brought it there. <laughs> and we're back. So, but it, I don't know, man. It's just I'm still trying to process all that. It's a lot because I mean it was heavy with the stuff in Afghanistan, and then we start talking about Africa, Africa, and, and just how heavy that is. The training Be- because just just like you said, man, it's just that doesn't aff- the what's going there is not affecting America. Yeah, but we have the means to help. Right, right. And then you just you just see the waste of where yeah stuff goes and mm-hmm. just where we could be making a difference. But here's the other thing, like. So everybody's going to get to hear this, but they don't get to they don't get to really understand or or or, or I guess uh, hear the part of Chad where him and I talk about movies or talk about yeah. being yeah. dads or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know just other passions that he has and stuff like that. And I mean it's it's elaborate and it's it's not one dimensional. And uh, I think it. I mean this is this has been really good. No, I I, I totally it, agree. Uh, it, yeah. So just try to lighthearten it. Just try to you know make it a little lighter. I knew it was coming. You got to ask <laughs> what? No, oh, buddy. Like, where? What's your stance on Call of Duty? Because that is the thing now, right now. Everyone is just, just. I know uh, kids are still loving Fortnite, but like everybody's playing Call of Duty now. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, so I've I've always been a Call of Duty fan, um, and uh, I have I honestly have not played as much since I've been back home this this uh, this stint around. But like when I'm overseas and I got some downtime. I got an Xbox overseas that I, that I definitely awesome. have Call of Duty <laughs> on. Yeah. Can I say yeah. this? Can I say that had it shipped, had your Xbox and your drone shipped when we went to Hilton Head? Remember? Yes. Yeah. That drone? Yeah, the drone's bad. It's stupid. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I'm it's, so it's much like, fun. dude, what's funny is it's like, it's honestly kind of a, it's a mid-level, like, DJI, which is like kind of one of the biggest, it's Chinese though. And is that the Phantom one? This, you know? No, so I have the Mavic, Mavic Pro. Um, so, I mean, it's not like, they, dude, they've got some that are just like phenomenal, you know. Um, mine's like kind of a mediocre one, but the fact that what it does for the money I paid for it, I'm like, dude, this is scary. Dude, we flew this, <laughs> you know, like, we flew this some bitch all around Hilton. I'm Hands, like, this is nuts, bro. Everywhere. Like, what I'm it in. can do for the money, you're just like, okay. Like, I can't <laughs> imagine what one, like, you know, 10 grand would do, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This one that's like, 800 bucks but the thing this, is is yeah. he let my oldest pilot this thing oh yeah and it was super easy Absolutely. oh yeah i mean yeah, my oldest yeah, yeah, yeah i mean sure. my 13 year old well, he was like 11 at the yeah. time i mean th flew this thing around it was yeah. crazy yeah no it's awesome man but uh um dude i just lost train of thought there i'm sorry right yeah so dude i love what they've done i i love uh so games like that man um and like i said i i just i'd love to to, I, I do. I'm a nerd. I like video games. You know, I don't care. It's fun. Um, You're in good company. <laughs> You're in great company. You know what I mean? Whatever, dude. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, man, I love I love what they've done. It's very realistic. Uh, you know, they've done a good job. There's actually an a, a SF guy now that's in there, uh, Two Lamb, who uh, runs Ronin Tactics. So they had created a character. So Ronin, yeah, the yeah, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he's a former SF guy. Uh, that's badass. Yeah, 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 that. yeah, 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 yeah. So he runs his own company. Really good dude. Uh, very squared away. Worked. Um, well, I won't go into that because uh, it's not my, my um, it's not up to me to kind of, throw that out there but anyways very experienced and skilled guy. i got you I'll just put it out that much you know um but uh yeah it's a great dude uh so he, he created they created a character for him and everything so that's really cool um but yeah man i love it dude i play uh quite a more when i'm overseas man uh just because when it's when it's me when it, we're busy with what i do now when i'm a contractor and stuff i'm like i'm busy but then also do have some time where it's like well i go back to my room and it's like it's just me you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't have my wife and kids, you know what I mean? It's like, so what else am I going to do? You know, like, yeah, I could probably do some, some things to better myself as far as learning, you know, maybe another language or. Oh yeah. School. Cause three's not enough, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Call of Duty sounds way better than this. Like three's not yeah, enough. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, man, I love Call of Duty. Dude, I will tell you this. What is so frustrating though, is the damn updates. Yeah, they oh they're and it's almost like I mean every time because I'm because I'm not playing as much as I normally would like when I when I go to play it's like oh there's new updates so it's I, be twenty gigs you know you're like uh, okay like oh, that's gonna I, take I just hours. updated it like, oh yeah yeah you know five days ago <laughs> and I'm like, not hijacking this by all but all, both of y'all are playing Warzone yeah and I have just stuck with the mobile oh yeah the Call of Duty yeah. mobile because you can hook your Xbox or your PlayStation remote up to your phone and I can lay in bed. No, that's pretty good. And play the same. I'll, I'll admit that's yeah. great. It's awesome. But let me tell you, the because I walked in on my youngest sitting at his Xbox with his iPad propped up against his Xbox, 
playing mobile Fortnite while he was with, playing with with his freaking Xbox remote. Yeah, I just I just I looked at him and just like that had no words. I was just like, yeah, okay, I do it too. All right, I'm glad I'm glad I bought you the Xbox, brand new Xbox. Humble brag, brand new Xbox. But you know how many times I've turned it on. Like twice. Because I've told you, I, I've, I've begged you, like, hey, give me your gamer tag so we can play Warzone yeah. together. Web Reaper 22. Hey, anybody wants it, come get some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no. So, so Chad, um, I I really feel like the, I'm not going to speak offhand, but I mean, this is a good dynamic and we can, we've obviously introduced Chad. Chad, yeah. you know, to our. <laughs> I want to say audience, but we don't have one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. But um, but to to anybody that would be listening to this, but I mean, um, this is a this is this is cool. No, um, I'm having a blast. Um, and which I would gladly have you on anytime. You're welcome on here, anytime. Here's the deal, man. Is honestly, again, like I said, I, I don't I don't talk about this stuff a lot, you know. So it may come off awkward or whatever and you know i don't know i, I mean and, and there's so much detail too that it's it's kind of hard because you're like well like do i leave this part out or do i say this or that you know what i mean um again for me it's i, I don't talk about it a lot so it, it's kind of awkward but i would love to just come on and talk about other just, <laughs> just oh be. i'm in so you know what i mean but like, let's do and that. I, I mean i may have like there are there are important lessons sometimes that may come up that you know, from experience and, and stuff like that. But like, sometimes I'm just like, I'll just talk, man. hundred percent. Anything no, 100%. else. <laughs> With that being said, top five, top five, top five, what movies, movies. Chad. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we got it. We top five, but is that like all right time? Now? Have we done, top. have we done movies? I don't know. You we, have it in the book. We talked, we talked, I know like I got a list. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Because like, I think that's mine right there. I think what we I forgot what this list was because there's a TV show in here too. I think we were talking about quarantine stuff. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Like so, what if we're locked away and we're only allowed so many movies for quarantine? What would it be? Let's go. God, movies. That feels like so long ago. Let's go movies. Okay, mm. top five. All right, Chad hit me. Top five, oh, buddy. Dude, we'll man, we'll is, go one one two two this three three. This is hard, yeah. bro. Oh my god, this is, this is definitely gonna tear Holy me. Holy shit. Um. I'm already. I've got one, two, and three right oh, now. Well, I will say this. I will say this, and this is always my fallback, man. Is is for whatever reason, Gladiator. It's honest. It's obviously like just. Are you not entertained? Yeah, dude. <laughs> first I, DVD I, I ever owned. Allison bought it for me for my first DVD uh, player that I ever owned because she bought that for me. Bro, it's just I mean, the story, man. Yeah. Revenge of like your family being taken away from oh, you, yeah. and you just you got nothing, and now you're like, dude, it's, I'm gonna. When Walking through the again. field, dude. I, I mean, like, it, I, seriously though, I like, feel like such a puss right now because you know, your first DVD was Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Christmas, like, oh, fuck, I don't even know what year it was. I was late getting to my dad's house, so went over to my grandmother's. Well, evidently, my dad had told my grand my grandmother what they were getting me for Christmas, so she got me a DVD, freaking Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a great so movie. The only scene I remember from Patch Adams is when he constructs the gynecology wing yes. as the legs. Yes. And he's like, come on in, it's hot, but come on in. You know what I mean? That's so good. Gladiator, that's a good one. Uh, Russell Crowe, oh, yeah. back when he was like, yeah. Russell Crowe. I don't know if I can come up with four more. Walk it. Yeah, you can. I promise. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and, and go just so Jeremy can write down, but Empire. Is my number one of all time. See, that was that was 
that's on this previous list. It that's, is. That's but my it number is one. The number one of it's yes. my number one of all time. Empire. I can wa- I can watch it over and over again. Watched it last night. Okay. Fair enough. We watched uh, Rise of Skywalker last night. Um, I haven't I haven't watched it the second time yet. Anyway, anyway, Jeremy, number one. Number one. Well, you just said it. Empire Strikes Empire. Back. No. Uh, Star Wars is number one. Has to be. Yeah, it's, so I mean, many. Definitely in the top five for sure. Ah, uh, it's I. It's so good. It's so good. I I. It has I, everything. Well, it does. But okay, so Luke is. Out on Hoth. Yeah. Okay. He gets hit by the. Uh, I thought these things whatever smelled on the, the, on the outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first person other than a Jedi to hold a lightsaber. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a. I am nerding out right now because I love it. But um. You're you're breaking out in a sweat. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. You uh, can tell you don't get to talk about I this mean, much. We got Star Wars. Oh no no the room is covered in it. Yeah. Yeah. But um. So. Yeah. So that's my number one. That's Jeremy's number one. Gladiator, great yeah, pick. I cannot man. knock that at all. That was yeah, great. Good one. Number two. Number two, man. Um, I do enjoy some heat. You know why? And here's why. Yeah. Okay. The that was one where's of, the fan? That was one of the 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 first <laughs> movies, especially for that time period, where like the tactics and stuff were just phenomenal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when they're out in the streets, man, and they're just sitting there, like, breaking contact and, like, shooting. And you're just like, whoa. Like, they got some professionals. Yeah. Where's For the real. fan? You can yeah. definitely tell the mindset of all three of us in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all want to be badasses. One of us are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're... we're the number one badass is Gladiator. That's his number one pick. Second's Heat, and then then us is like because when I tell you my number two, it's just it's, it's all downhill from here. Uh, number two for me is gonna be it's gonna be off the mark a little bit. I, and I know this, but it's one that, that if it's on, I'm gonna watch it, and it's for a different reason. But it is Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's a good one, man. I mean, it's nostalgic. I yeah. know this is silly. I know it's silly. I love that movie, but that is the one, the only, and the last movie I ever saw with my grandmother. Mm. So that I love that movie. Good for you. Yeah. But now, just to add on to that nostalgia part where you said that's your grandmother, that was my dad's favorite soundtrack. Oh wow! Favorite album. It's because, a great soundtrack. Because because I mean that's one of his favorite movies of all time. Just because that was like from where Forrest birth mm-hmm. to wherever it was in timeline. Followed his life. I mean, just because he went to Vietnam, just the soundtrack for, you know, when they're flying over the choppers, fortunate son blaring in the background. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, I mean, that was my dad's life. So he lived it. So the only CD I've bought in the last five years has been that Forrest Gump soundtrack. And that is the only freaking CD that is in that truck right downstairs right now. Yeah. It's Forrest Gump soundtrack. That's it's pretty so cool. good. So it's weird you bring that up. I Number two it. for me. Jesus, this is so bad. Y'all are all, you know, you know, badass, sentimental. Yeah, the Goonies. Mm. <laughs> it's a truffle shuffle. Mm. Do the truffle shuffle right now. <laughs> the freaking Goonies, man. I could watch that. Their time is up 24/7. there. 24-7. Our time is down here. Our time. Our time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so a booby trap. <laughs> Baby Ruth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sloth love chunk. <laughs> Love that movie. It's a great movie. That's a good one. No. Fantastic. That, because that is, that's from our childhood. Yes. Yeah. 
and freaking Cindy Lauper was the main title song from that. I can't believe that Thanos was the big brother. Yes. In that movie. Oh, a lot yeah. of people don't know wow. that. Sitting there on that freaking armchairs, that that freak. Oh, I don't even know what stretchy thing. Yeah, whatever what that stupid is. little exercise machine is, whatever it was. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so so let's just play back here real quick. You know, badass over here, Gladiator Heat. You Empire Force Gump. Me Empire Goonies. You know? <laughs> Not bad. My third's coming up, and you're gonna wait for my third. Sand a lot. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. It's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. But kind of great. Takes one. a turn, you know, from the from the others. So. No, well, I just keep thinking about how much, how, or how bad I wanted a pair of uh, PF flyers. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because of that movie. Yeah. I wanted guaranteed little, to make a kid run faster and I jump want, higher. I wanted the marble set. Yes. God. Well, erector set. Yes, I yeah. wanted one. The erector never set. got one. Yeah, well, me neither. Maybe mm-hmm. now it's time to, you know, mm-hmm. now that I'm adult, I can just go buy one. Uh, mm, Amazon, absolutely. you'll have it tomorrow. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm actually going to start it right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they've gone back to normal. <laughs> so, Sandlot's good. Um, three for me, stupid. So stupid. Step Brothers. Oh, dude. That, I mean, that's a good one. God, you put your nets on my drum set. <laughs> Are you watching Cops? <laughs> you know that I know that Cops comes on Wednesdays. I'll be damned. I can get it right now. I can get it tomorrow. Seventy dollars. There you go. I'm in. No, I don't know. Get it. I feel like my wife already hates me enough when she walks in the room and I got the headset on playing Call of Duty. So if she walks in and if I'm putting an erector set together, well, he's the only person who puts gifts out for his Amazon delivery guy. Yeah, because he comes every day. Oh yeah, we had the cooler out on the porch. Snacks. I mean, that's that's being a decent human being. He is. He's a good human. Because, yes, we're on a first-name basis with our Amazon people. Yeah. And I miss them because I haven't seen them in a while because it's this no-contact delivery stuff. Dude, there was a lady in my neighborhood uh, yesterday. She was uh, Amazon Prime Delivery, and uh, she was blaring, like, this, like, gospel music. That You know, just, like, old-school, like, gospel music. It was just, I mean, blaring, dude. I was like, this, she's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I Feeling love it, it, dude. The Lord yeah. is in this delivery oh, yeah, right dude. here. Like, she's like, Woo! you know, like, hallelujah. <laughs> How did we not have video? Yeah. We need I was video. Like, dude, this is great, man. This is great, dude. Uh, my number three. So now it's time to get into the military. Stripes. Mm. Best military movie of all time. Bill Murray. God. So good. And and you also had the Bill Murray. You had the Stripes that had the co-ed of Ghostbusters. Yep. So good. Them two together are so good. I love Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Oh, yeah. But but when you put Bill Murray with... Um, Ramus. Ramus. Harold Ramus. Couldn't get any better. Oh, my gosh. Because he was so dry through the whole freaking movie. So dry. It's almost like he didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. but it worked. Mm-hmm. It's like he didn't want to shoot that movie. And but. was it John Candy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. John Candy. So good. Oh, classic in it. <laughs> His soul. Yeah, probably the most accurate military movie ever. Just to say, you know, whatever. <laughs> Chad, rebuttal if you want. Right? Yeah. Okay. There we go. I had to work in the we soundboard. We don't ever somehow. use the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, yeah. Let me just re- reiterate that. Probably the most accurate military movie ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we lose a little bit of credibility every time we use the soundboard. Ah, whatever. Oh, it's great, man. 
All right, number four. National number Lampoon's f- Christmas Vacation. Yes, sir. Yep. That, that is. That. I know Todd. Yeah, I know. Shitter's full. I know Margo. <laughs> Why is the Real floor nice, wet? Clark. Real nice. Real nice, Clark. Hey, God. Can you finish it? Hey, Griswold. Where are you going to fit a tree that size? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> you have some nerve telling me that. <laughs> I wasn't speaking to you. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. So you good. wouldn't hear a, a, a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin uh, factory, whatever. <laughs> Buddy, that is a, a that is on point every year in our house. Oh, yeah, man. But it, we have rules. It's not allowed to come out till the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And then from that point on, we probably watch it. 15, 20 times. So good. That's a great one. <sighs> That's hard to beat. Well, so this one, again, these aren't the best movies ever. No, this is just what we love. Okay. And and this one gave me hours on VHS. Oh, God. Of, You're digging deep. Oh, yeah. Hours on VHS of just being like, well, life's pretty shitty. So I'm going to watch this. You're, you're both going to laugh. I still watch it a couple times a year. The Rock. Mm. The Rock. Can't go wrong. Sean Connery. Nicolas Cage. Hey, do you know that he's supposed to be playing, uh, I, I haven't even watched it yet, but the Tiger King guy. Yes. I is, did hear that. Uh, <laughs> Hair Baskin. Yeah. Killed her. Husband. Supposedly. Him. Supposedly. It's my ringtone right Cage now. Cage is supposed to be. Uh, what's the dude's name? Playing uh, Joe Exotic. Joe, Joe Exotic. Exotic. Sorry. Yeah, dude, I haven't even watched that. But uh, yeah, I was like, that's awesome. That is, that <laughs> I've just, never even seen the show, but like that just sounds cool. Man. It's just the fact that that you think episode by episode, it just got worse and worse oh, and worse. So and it's like, I, it's like I kept telling myself, I gotta stop watching this. This is terrible. And then you're like, cliffhanger. Something, I gotta find out what happened. I watched seven episodes and could not finish to the eighth episode because yeah. I think it finished at eight, right? I guess so, yeah. Somewhere in there. Anyway, she finished finish. seven of them, and she was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm still going. I got this. <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin. The only time <laughs> Billy ever says that in his life. I'm still yeah. going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. I mean, uh, I'm not going to rebuke that. No. Though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. So we're it's funny. We're definitely going to get on air for this <laughs> So good. Have another drink. Yeah. So, so it's, it's funny. You, it's funny you said it's not the best movies. Just this isn't on my top list. But you were talking about VHS, and it made me flash back to the one VHS tape that I wore out in my life, and I am Porky's? ashamed of it. Oh God, I loved Porky's. God, that was a great one. That when I finally got to sneak away from my parents and watch that. Oh God, so much wool you can knit a sweater. Puberty, puberty hit hard, and the old Bruce household on that one. <laughs> but. Uh, the only reason I watched this so much is because that was probably my, like, my first childhood crush was freaking Casper with Christina Ricci. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I remember it. Oh, yeah. God, I still love her. It's good. Not as much as my wife, though. Yep. You yep. see? Yep. I, I get it. I like it. I, I love my wife. But when I was a child and teenager with Christina Ricci, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I ran that. I watched that tape so much that it, it didn't work anymore. So number four. <laughs> so it's funny you said The Rock, in which he's just a total train wreck now, Nicholas Cage, but still he's in my top five mm. national treasure. Yeah, that's it. It's actually a really good movie. That man. is such a good go to. It is. It is. 
It's a good movie. That is one that it's like it's it's like Shawshank Redemption. Anytime it's on, I can't turn it off. But that's the thing. I could I could go through my Shawshanks. I could go through my you know. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look at my library over here. I could. Uh, the Patriot. I could go with. Yeah, I could yeah. go with those movies. Yeah. And while those are great, I'm I'm strictly talking about the ones that kind of helped me along. Yeah. You know. And unfortunately, it's safe to say I can't say that Natural Treasure ever helped me. It just entertains me every time <sighs> so I watched good, it. Yeah. So You're trying good. to get deep with this. Like there was some growth from this. I just him fight, looking for treasure just did nothing for me other than just simply entertain me. It was so good. Number five. Number five. Dude, wrapping five, it up, man. I've got like three in the in the in That's the five okay. that I like. You know that you got signs. Remember signs? Yeah. Oh yeah. A good one. Yeah. Mel Gibson before he went crazy. Yeah, man. It was pretty. Yeah, good. I think he was always crazy. He's he's always been crazy. That was um, that was one of like one of the few. And he's a good director, but he only made like a couple of really good movies. I'm not sure. Shemalamalan. Yeah. Uh, you got Jurassic Park. Oh, it's so good. I do still I remember, remember seeing the Son of a bitch, she did it. Dude, <laughs> now I'm forgetting my third one. Oh, shoot. What was it? I'll come back to that one. Science, Jurassic Park. Oh, I had a third one that I was like, yeah, man, this is a good one. Old school. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going you remember? That was the back, that was, very that first was quote. Like, that was, oh, dude, man. Everybody's Frank doing tank. it. Frank the Tank. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> If not Will Ferrell's best role. Oh man. Phenomenal. Am I reaching? Dude. Frank, I mean, no, no, no. That that's for you. Mine is still Step Brothers. Snooper loop. <laughs> Mine is still Step Brothers. So I mean, there's like those three are like kind of like, man, if I could pick five, I'm like, well, those three are kind of like still in there, you know what I mean? That I really like, but I don't know which one I would pick overall. It's cold I mean. outside, huh, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. What happened back before dinner? It's so good. <laughs> That's, that's a really good. When they one. show up in the van with the yes. the uh, was it pantyhose on her head. I still you see oh, him. You're my like, boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, singing oh, dust in the wind. Oh, yeah, dude, man. Growing up and watching <laughs> Jurassic Park, dude. I mean, that's great. You know, it's a. I had a little. Um, I mean, because I was that age when that movie came out, I still remember seeing it in theaters. But I can't remember the granddaughter. But I mean, everybody mm-hmm. had a little crush on her. You know, what was her name? I, <laughs> Have no idea. I don't. Know. I've seen the movie a million times. No, I have no idea. She just was not that important. What was the? Okay, so another one. But like all these movies, like we grew up with, like remember Scream? Yes. When it oh, came oh, out, yeah. um, oh, the friend uh, that was in um, Charmed, the TV show, and all that stuff that ended up eating it from the um, overhead door, the garage door. I you're talking about Jamie Foxx? Is he the one that, that got it? No, it was the girl. Okay. The, the, yeah, the you're girl. Talking about, you're talking about Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, come on now. Whatever. I'm already in the doghouse talking about Christina Ricci. I, I can't go into detail about Rose. They're not going to listen to this. She dated, she dated Manson. She did. He took a, Did he take out his rib or was that fake? That's fake. Okay. Whatever. Oh, jeez. But wouldn't you? <laughs> whole nother episode <laughs> yeah yeah we're going for the tank all right okay. number five billy number five i'm i'm looking at the dvds i'm going through the regular blu-ray it's not going to be popular oh 
Crimson Tide. Start talking you about know, horses. Really good ones like Red Dawn. We had a oh, man, Wolverines. So many, it's it's yeah. hard to pick like top you five. You man. had a good five. list. Going. I'm not good at this kind of you stuff. You had a good list going. You know what I mean? I did. I, I screwed <laughs> it up, didn't I? It was like I'm like I'll give you twenty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, time you know. was good. Can no, I no, win no. Bad Boys too? No, no <laughs> too late. Too too late. Bad Boys. I, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. Was I love those movies? I love Bad Boys. I love Bad Boys 1. But it's on nobody's top list. I've not seen yeah. it. I haven't heard a three. good thing about the new one. I haven't seen it. it no. I, I'm from what I understand, they, you know, they jumped the shark with it, but whatever. I mean, there's so many good movies. Billy's looking for he's looking at his movies I'm currently. I'm looking at his inspiration. The Mummy? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Brandon Fraser. Hey, come on. It was better than the Tom Cruise one. This is way better. Pitch perfect. So Some good. reason that Sad is Amy a, is so awesome. That is such a fire hall favorite. Anytime, anytime Pitch Perfect's on the fire hall, it is on. Oh, yeah, If it's on TV, it's on. You remember when we were at the fire hall and we were going every every station was going through their through their Spartacus phase. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, and here's the thing. Now is you know going back to the whole dads discount dad thing. It's like, dude, I could name tons of like kids movies where I'm like, dude, that's a that's an awesome movie. You know what I mean? It's like was oh, I the only one that watched Frozen like a hundred like times Frozen. and actually Frozen. could? I've could, never seen Frozen. Uh, you two have seen Frozen. I could enjoy. I enjoy Olaf. You know? I could. I could go back and watch it again. But no the problem. new one, um, where the two brothers have to go out on the journey. Oh, uh, onward! Onward! Yeah, that's a good man, dude. Great. There's so many. There's so many good ones out. Is that man. the elves? Or yes, I haven't seen that one. Chris Pratt. So good. Oh, okay. 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 He's probably my spirit animal. I don't know. My my kids are currently now at the state of where. You know, Pixar's not cool anymore. We're on to, they want to watch what we watched, which brings me to where I'm torn because we grew up in the fa- in the, in the era where Jim Carrey was funny mm-hmm. and not, you know, mentally ill and crazy. So my number five is a toss up between either Ace Ventura or Dumb and Dumber. Oh, my kids geez. absolutely yeah. love yeah. Dumb and Dumber. I got to go with it's Dumb and Dumber man. on that one. Yeah. I got to. I'm always sending my wife like the, the gifts of like, you know, on the toilet. Like, oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Shaving? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, Am I the only one who sends oh. Like every time Allison, Al says, I'm going to go take a bath. I'm like, hey. Give me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're not. <laughs> I'm not going to get it, but you know. I make it uncomfortable for my wife because I'll go in there and be all try to be a romantic, light the candles, turn on the mood music, get her all nice, relaxed, <laughs> throw that bath bomb in there with her, and then I'll just stand over and heavy breathe. <laughs> or, or put gen- genuine pony on in the background. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> pull, pull out the slube. Google that if you don't know what slube is. It's the greatest stuff ever, and it's eco-friendly. <laughs> so bad. Your Amazon wish list has got to be outrageous. <laughs> if I shared you my private wish list on Amazon, <laughs> it would make a nun blush, boss. <laughs> People are going to be so confused in this podcast, like this episode specifically of <laughs> Just, of the transition just an, hour, just an hour ago we were in the heart of <laughs> afghanistan getting shot at and now we're talking about slew but this is it's, life man yes this, this is, is what it's about this is what yeah. this is that uh what life is for this, us this is what i'm more comfortable with too by the way well, the, the, well, that's you're gonna the have thing, to come back is that, well that's the that's the obvious caveat to this is the fact that while jeremy and i don't see 
or haven't experienced quite the same intensity yeah. that you have is that we all deal with what y'all hit on earlier is about our, our own demons and our own oh, for you sure, know, man. Yeah. PTSD and, and stuff that goes on. But And we'll hit on all that. Um, but we're still... <laughs> still stupid oh yeah okay well i mean that goes back to the movies that we picked out this is what we grew up on Mm -hmm. like with the movies we were listing off here dumb and dumber ace ventura i mean just yeah old school this is stuff that we grew up on in our in our the the age where we're the brains are still forming yeah so what we think is i i watched ace ventura just the other day cracked up the whole time and my kids were just like "Hmm." it's just like this is stupid yeah yeah, because we thought Jim Carrey was funny at that point. It all goes back. I mean, I, I've got videos of, you know, being in these firefights and stuff, and you can hear Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus in the background blaring, <laughs> you know, like, party in the USA. <laughs> you know, like, all these big, like, you're just, I mean, it's, it's all the same. It's all the same, dude. That, that you know was I mean? hands up. Oh, it is yes. it up, man. Like, that I mean, was, I can't tell you how many times we were, like, literally blaring, like, you know, this pop music of these chicks singing, and you're just like, you know, just like literally fighting for your life. And you're like, oh, whatever, dude. Like, this is what it's about, dude. You know? This is that was a question that I had because there's times we get these fire engines that have a PA system on them, <laughs> and while we're going on runs, we're screaming down the road, the mm. siren going, I'll pull my phone out and just play like freaking you know Tiny Tim tiptoe through the tulips. Yeah, as we're cruising down the yeah, street, man. and if the city only knew I did stupid stuff like that, <laughs> I probably would not be working today. But I was wondering if y'all had fun with the music. Oh, up dude, there. it's a blast, man. You know, I well, this is actually, and my teammate told me this is because I was gone by the time Christmas rolled around. But during Christmas, they rolled back out to that same valley, and they they just blared like Chris, you know, Christmas music like over the PA systems and stuff. You know what I mean? Like just being like, oh, we're just gonna screw around with you guys and just blare, you know, like whatever, you know, jingle bells or something, just over, <laughs> over a loudspeaker, you know, just to mess around so with good. people and stuff. It's like, that's the fun stuff, man, that, like, you just can't, you know, those are the, those are the experiences that just, like, make your life, you know, like, just doing that kind of stuff. Where you're like, ah, oh, you know, this is fun, man. You got to have fun, dude. You know? Agreed. That's what it's about. That's good. For sure. Man. And, um, that, and that same thing goes for parenting. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. yeah. God. I mean, and so we we've got to hit on your your uh work experience and stuff like that and i think that the next time we come back we'll yeah. um just hit on being dads man just i mean kind of what yeah. we yeah i know man god um, we got to schedule again because i want to make sure to get you in again yeah soon. dude no i'm all about it man uh i just want to be a normal normal person you know just kind of like You're hey man normal. i don't know if you can be normal <laughs> i don't know either i try to be dude it's like, like the terminator trying know, to just go live a normal life that's honestly my ultimate goal is just to be normal and you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know. Well, you're doing a good job. I love you, buddy. Thank you, man. I love you, too. And yeah. Chad, buddy, again, thank you for everything, man. Thank, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, yeah, honestly. No worries, man. And I'm not going to try to say this without sounding, sailing, sounding, <laughs> that's the alcohol talking, Hey-o. sounding like I am uh, mocking you, but seriously, thank you for your service. Yeah, no problem. That's awesome, man. dude. Yeah. Uh, honestly, because you, you probably told us the iceberg of everything you've and that's done the thing dude is i i could go tip. off on these tangents dude that just last for hours yeah. and 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 that's not there's it's not important like you know there's all all kinds of little things that happen and stuff and you experience and stuff and but it's just all about the key points you know and yeah 
like I said, dude, I'm just I'm awkward when it comes to this kind of stuff because I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. really like oh no, to, man, you know I, what I mean? So like, that, you know, it, but we, we get a, a small taste yeah, of it when people ask of, us, "What's the worst thing you've ever seen?" Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of down and dirty, dude. Of like, you know, experiences and stuff, and and I'm all about dude teaching, like trying to take stuff that I've learned and help somebody progress. You know, whatever they're going through. Yeah, you know, if I yeah, yeah. if I can help somebody, dude. Hey, dude, I'll, I'll talk to you all day long, you know, but it's just something I'd, I, I just, I don't know. That's, that's something, hard, that's something I'd like yeah. to talk about another day. Yeah. Cause that goes sure. into the PTSD thing yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. and that's go with you being a veteran and, you know, having a time on, you saw a lot of, uh, it's like, we call them rookies. I don't know. Do y'all call them rookies in the military? So yeah, I mean, cherries like the okay. thing. Got you know, yeah. cherry yeah, kind of cherry. So, yeah, so whatever, it's like, it's thing. like, I'm always willing to help, which it was just my nine year anniversary the other day. Uh, it's just, I'm always willing to help a rookie who is willing to learn. Right. Uh, I don't want to help. Like I should, and I do try to reach out and help the ones that come in and act like they know everything already. Right. And just obviously they don't, but you know, if someone's there to learn, I'm more than happy to help with no matter what, because you know, we live together, we become family. Yeah. So it's sure, more man. than just learning how to firefight or how to be better EMS. Cause that's more what we do. Happy EMS week, by the way. And, uh, Thank you for your service. And um, thanks. That was mocking. And um, whatever. <laughs> Just a cot jockey. Whatever. I love it. Ambulance <laughs> driver. And uh, <laughs> but you know, it's just the, it's the the mental side of it too. Yeah. And that's something I want to talk about another day because it's it's trying to break off that shell to let everyone know it's yeah, okay to talk. Yeah. So so before we get deep into that. Because we're already two hours and twenty minutes Woo. in, does not feel like it. No, not I love at all. it. Probably best episode ever. Let's wrap it up here because I do want to talk about this another day. Yeah, yeah, Chad, we're going to have you on soon oh, again. Sure, probably the next episode, real, real soon. I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm. We're Chad, wide open. Chad's a discount dad, man. <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're for all intents and purposes, <laughs> we are wide open. So, anyways, uh, Chad, thank you for everything, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for sharing. Uh, uh, I guess this is going to sign off. Yeah. We're probably going to go uh, talk some more. So just, yeah, a little, good. just a little off air. Yeah. So anyways, I'm Jeremy. Bill. And Chad. Chad. We're the Discount Dads. See ya.